might be right in play here. And uh, number 12, El Bodegon, looks uh, the right sort of horse for this sort of race. And uh, I think 2,000 metres seems to be a sweet spot. So uh, I've gone with uh, Animo, 10, 4, 6 and 12. Yeah, Animo for me too. Uh, just beaten last year. I think from the gate goes forward, gets a beautiful run just behind him. Track condition, no worries. On the improve, just everything looks set to go today to beat number one, Zaki. I think it's finally drawn inside Alligator Blood, which doesn't guarantee it will lead, but gives it a chance at least of trying to hold the front. If it can do that, it's going to be hard to run down. Uh, 12, El Bodegon. Looks like the rain will suit. Looks a nice horse until I'm thunderstruck. He's going to need the pressure to go on a fair way out so he can just track into the race and run on. Pretty nasty barrier draw, but if the race unfolds for him, okay, he'll be running on. 10, 1, 12 and 2. Race 10, the Valley today. Uh, for the Mayors here, Munns Group 3 over the mile is the Tezio Stakes. Yes, and Cyril A.O. Miss is our toppy here at $4.40 and that price, uh, second pick at that price. Steinem, and another one, it can make it rain when it goes anywhere, $23. Agreeable at $4.80. Doceur at 13 My Whisper at 5 Roots, our favourite, at $3.50. Miss Cartier, 101 Cy Gone at 14 Mrs. Zippy at 34 Savonia at 19 and Scratch the Bottom 2. Uh, gee, this is one of the quieter betting races of the day here. Roots is the most popular runner. Well, she's 3.10 to 3.50 this morning. Second pick is My Whisper, who's 6.50 to 5 this morning. Third pick is actually Doceur, who's 12 out to 13. So what's the other changes here? Cyril A. Miss 4.60 to 4.40. Steinem, 23 unchanged. Agreeable, 4.40 to 4.80. Doceur, 12 to 13. My Whisper, 6.50 to 5. Roots, 3.10 to 3.50. Saigon, steady. Uh, and the other steady as well. So uh, I don't think they really know what's going on here at the moment. Do you, Mark, in race 10? No, I've joined the masses, Richard. I've got no idea. I'll go... Um Three agreeable, who just seems to be a strong, stronger now than it was at the mile. It was a good win last time. It handled the soft. Be buried back inside. It's a bit slow away, so be buried back inside. Just needing luck to beat six roots. Scratched from a wet track there in Caulfield recently when we got the downgrade. Our roots has got a chance. It looks like it's come back in good order. Four do cur or do sir. I thought the first open run was quite good. And five my whisper. Sort of wet track a query, but didn't have any luck last time and could certainly improve. I'll go three, six, four, and five. Yeah, they're the four numbers uh, I've got as well. Um, I'm going with five, My Whisper. I think she's just about ready. Struck trouble early last start to give run to beat uh, six. Roots, who's come up well. Uh, four, Doker getting fitter. And that first up run was a non-event out wide. You couldn't win out there. She could be right in play here. And three, agreeable going, OK. Five, six, four, three. Race 11 at Mooney Valley this evening is the Manicato Stakes Group 1 weight for age 1,200 metres. Muns will try again as they race for $2 million. Yes, now, Richard, I've just got an email through here. If anyone thinks they've been disadvantaged by this um, race being moved from last night to today... Um, that's with a fixed odds bet. They do have the option to cancel their bet uh, via request there. So if you if you think you've been disadvantaged by the uh, the brace being moved back, uh, you can cancel your fixed odds bet, but you'll have to ring customer service there and do your best. Right, so here is the market on the Manicato. We've got Behemoth at $31, 11.11 at $16. Streets of Avalon is a $71 chance. The Inferno is out. Paul Laley, our favourite, 
at $3.90. Shaquiro, hope he's recovered at $101. Rothfire, $6.50. The Astrologist at $31. September Run at $15. We've got Bella Nipotina at $4.40. Rock and Horse at $19. Jamea is out. Best of Bordeaux at $12. Cool and Gatto was nearly in a high jump last night at $5. Savit to excel at 71 and scratch the remaining runners there. Uh, most popular runner in this market here is Cool uh, and Gatto, actually. Uh, that's, an, uh, that's a new market. I wouldn't be surprised if that's been put up. Yeah, that's been put up this morning. Cool uh, and Gatto, the most popular runner today over Bella Nipotina and Paul Laley and go back to the old market that sat there forever, including last night. Uh, it was Paul Laley in front of Bella Nipotina and Cool and Gatter. I suppose, Dean, diff- different conditions and whatever else. Uh, how different are you seeing this race, or differently, to last night? Uh, I've stayed pretty much with the selection because I thought it was maybe going to rain last night, uh, as it did, but uh, I thought we'd be racing. Um, I've gone with Pulele. Uh, I just think uh, the timing, he, he was run off his feet first up, better second up. I think he's well-placed here, ground no problem. Bella Nipotina's flying. She's a great winning chance. I think they're the two better chances. Uh, 14 Cool and Gatter. Just makes it a bit harder to run a strong 1,200 in these conditions now, but she'll give a good sight for a long way. And Rothfire, who missed the boat last time, got to the line well, will run well. There's a knockout, I think, 11-11's the... Uh, the knockout horse, 5, 10, 14, 7. Yeah, I think Delaney wins. I think the track will be perfect for it now where they're getting out sort of 3, 4, 5, 6 wide, just set up behind the speed, come to the outside of them. And I think Delaney can send us home a good thing to beat number 13, Best of Bordeaux. Drawn off the fence will help by now. Charge forward, sit outside cool and get her, get the right part of the track and run well. 10, Bella Nipotina. She can win, take the two runs back, gets a good run. And 7, Rothfire probably comes into the race on soft, the ground has got some sort of chance. But 10 on 5, Pulele to win. 5, 13, 10 and 7. Massive meeting. Great program to get to. Let's hope the weather gods are fine. Mark, I might stay with you for your best in value there at the Valley. Yeah, I'll go my best race 7, number 1, Barclay Square. And the value race 8, number 1, Grand Promenade. OK, how about you, Dean? I'm going to try and start with the winner, Richard. Race 1, number 1, Arkansas Kid. And the best value race 3, number 9, Great Barrier Race. Have you, uh, Dean, have you looked around the nation for anything else that grabs you? Oh, I wanted to, Richard. I just run out of time now that we had 11 races, but uh, no, I haven't, no. No worries. Very good, very good. Um, Mark, Moey are racing today, an eight-race program at Moey. What have you found there? I'll go with the first starter race, three number eight, King's Targe, who looks a two-horse race, and I wasn't that sold on the, uh, the other almost equal favourite, so I think King, King's Targe will win on debut down there at Moey. $2.30 fixed with the tab at the moment is King's Taj. Um, good on you guys, 11 races. Enjoy the day, Dean, Mark, and we'll speak next Saturday. Thank you. Thank you, Richard. Good on you guys, Dean Lester and Mark Hunter. Um, I'm still an 11-11 man there, Munns. Yeah, well, uh, he, the hickster uh, last night when interviewed on the television, uh, he, he was, you know, he was happy with the, what he's done and everything like that. So um, I wouldn't be... I wouldn't be uh, wanting to move away from what you thought there, Richard, and uh, you know he has won four times on soft ground, so he's he's um, you know he'll get through the ground, but you know it just depends. It's like here, well, you know, if the if the rain continues in Melbourne and if the rain arrives in Sydney, that's why it's called gambling. <laughs> that's right. It's not meant to be easy. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Glenn. We'll um, we'll speak during the week, no doubt. Thanks, mate.
Glenn Munsey there and uh, grandfather Glenn, we can call him at 23 minutes to 10. We'll take a break on Saturday HQ. Come back with Michael Maxworthy's look at Demon today. Mum, what would you say about a bonus Woolworths supermarket e-gift card worth up to $400 on selected kitchen and laundry appliances at Bingley? Can you say it again? No. It's a great deal. You say it. A bonus Woolworths supermarket. Yep. E-gift card. Yep. Worth up to $400. Yep. Can I have a rest? On selected kitchen and laundry appliances at Bingley. It's a great deal of worth. Bingley. Better living every day. Watch them fly before you buy at the Magic Millions Gold Coast two-year-olds in training sale on October 25. It's the sale that produces big-time performers like recent domestic stars Crone, Victorum and Tyzone and international sensations Limbs Lightning and Top Knight. A quality lineup of ready-made two-year-olds broken in and educated by world-class preparers ready to make their mark on the track. To view the catalogue, photos, parade videos and breeze-ups and to register to bid online, visit magicmillions.com.au. Tab has racing offers on tap this spring. On races one and two at Randwick, Mooney Valley and Doombin this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's six races across three tracks. If your bet loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. For racing on tap, download the new Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1-800-858-858. KO Sports interrupt your ads to bring you T20 World Cup action. Water says have some of that. Catch Australia versus New Zealand. Ad break free in play. Tonight on KO Sports. Now, back to your ads. The very best of US racing seven days a week. He wins the Breeders' Cup Classic! Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. You can chalk up another winner for the Racing League. That takes TRL's tally to 15 wins from 13 runners to the track. It's an extraordinary strike rate. And today, TRL has Larrick and Rogue as favourite at Doombin. You had to see his first win to believe it. You can still buy in this morning and own your share today and collect your pro rider share of the prize money. As a TRL owner, you get the chance to be in the saddling yard, receive inside mail from Australia's leading trainers, exclusive pre- and post-race reports, and there's no locking contract. It's just 260 bucks, and you could own today. Simply go to trl.net. That's trl.net. AFSL license 223671. Speaking of Doom, and it's now time to talk all things uh, Doom and racing for today. And Michael Maxworthy is the man to do that. Max, as I say, good morning to you. Bit of um, bit of weather watch in your part of the world, also. Hello. Oh, absolutely, uh, Richard. I've been here at Doombin since 5.30 this morning and there's been no rain. It's been overcast, but no rain. So we're on a heavy eight. But as you say, we're watching the skies. There's a big band apparently north of Brisbane and it's going to arrive sometime today when we don't know. So it's a 10-race card today and um, yeah, there is a chance that we may not be able to get through the program. Our first race is still three hours away, so everything's right at the moment, but uh, the next few hours 
will tell the fate of today's meeting. Let's get stuck in regardless, Michael. The, the dubious first yearlings in 2023. The two-year-olds start the day here, 11, 10 metres. It's all about number two, Miss Cooter, by the look of this market. Yeah, and I'm, I'm thinking that Chris Munts is going to go to post with her because the forecast is for that rain to fall, you know, mid-afternoon, and um, she's in the opening event on the card. She could be very good. She's only had the one start. Uh, off a couple of really impressive jump-outs and trials, and she bolted in at Eagle Farm two weeks ago, started the $1.80 favourite. She won by seven and a half, could have been a little bit more, and she ran time, which was the most important thing. She's just got to handle this track today. Magic Millions are only just around the corner, so us Queenslanders, we've got to get money in the bank because of the prize money level, so... I know uh, Chris is very keen to get a bit more prize money in the bank with Miss Cooter. She's very hard to go past. Putting in one Mashadi Cruz, he's fit, a little bit green. So the two starts that he's had, I think he's learning. as He has his third race start today. Heroic Eagle was better than it looks in the race book last start. He wanted to lay in in the home straight and wasn't able to be written out. And then number 10, keyboard, 21710. Race two, three-year-old fillies over the 1,200 metres. Number six, Clairview Molly, 330. On point, tab number 3370, Diamond City, a $4.60 chance. Then out to five fifty. Rapid Outlaw. But Tony Gollins, Clairview Molly, the favourite for race two. Yeah, the wet is uh, her go. She goes much better on tracks like she's going to get today. But I'm with um, the Chris Lee's runner, Athena Nix, number four. I know it's only a Tamworth and Bow Desert win, but they've been quite impressive, in particular the Bow Desert win, beating Champagne Tails, where this filly by star turn raced right away, charging through the line, um, saying, you know, I'm, I'm a Saturday standard Metro filly, so here she is. And uh, she's won a couple on soft tracks, so I think she'll get through the ground okay and happy to go with her, Athena Nix. Over number three, on point. Now, she dislodged the rider shortly after the start. She was actually first past the post. Um, and I'm thinking with the claim today, she could possibly lead here and be hard to catch on point. Uh, putting in number six, Clairview Molly, because of her getting the right track conditions, and then even now number two. For Athena Nix, though, from three, six and two in race two. Third race at Doomman today is the boys, um, uh, three-year-old Colson Gildings over 1,200 metres. Number nine, Count De Beans, $2.30 favourite. Number two, Northern Express at 3.50. Deer Trail, tab number 7.460, and uh, Jamelde second up here as a $7 chance for race three. Nine to beat one, two, and seven. Really keen on Count de Beans. At his first start, Michael Costa sent him to Grafton on a heavy 81 by almost five lengths. Uh, so he had two starts during the winter, a break, returned with a terrific performance at the Sunny Coast. He's now trained by Tony Gollan. He ran second at the Sunny Coast to Yellow Brick, Yellow Brick Smart. Came out of that to win last Saturday at Eagle Farm. So he gets through the ground, Count de Beans. He's just an overall very nice horse. 52 kilos on his back as well. Number one, Jamelde. Jamelde excels on rain affected. He ran third at Randwick in the Skyline Group 2 on a heavy 10 uh, back in the, the early autumn. Uh, so he definitely goes in. Two Northern Express. A query at 1,200 metres on a heavy. 
but Love's Wet and then Deer Trail, 9127. Race four is a Phillies and Mares Class 6, 1,200 metres. Self-indulgent, looking for three wins in a row. She's the $1.90 fixed favourite. Bit kinder on the tope. Enterprise Palm is at $3, and then Extremist, who's going well at $3.80. Everything else, big odds. Yeah, I'm with um, Self-Indulgent here. She's one of past two. She's finally got to act together. And I think she'll excel getting onto her heavy track. She's had seven goes on a soft with three wins, and she's by Fox Wedge, a relish heavy track. So I think she'll win again, self-indulgent. Six extremists. Her last three victories have been in the metro area, and the handicapper hasn't got hold of her as yet. She still gets just 54 kilos with the claim for Anne's Jones. Number nine, Enterprise Pom, is pretty smart. She's first up. And then number one, Daring Bell, 7691. We go on to the fifth race at uh, Dooman today and we'll have a new Metro win um, over the 1,050. Fetch, tab number eight, is currently $1.90 on the tab fixed market, two ninety on the tote, 14 strategic position, $4, and number, th- uh, number two, La Amigo, the other horse in single figures at four forty for race five. Yeah, this race should be genuinely run. Uh, La Amigo from Barrier One, he's at best when he leads by three or four lengths, so they should all get their chance. And Fetch can do a few things wrong in a race. She can get a little bit keen if they slacken the tempo, but with La Amigo here, that won't happen. I think she she just wins uh, Fetch. Um, Two back here at Doombin, she ran second on a heavy eight behind Proper Rogue. It was a real duck. He's a proper wet tracker. And she was a little bit unlucky not to finish a little bit closer. So this is her race for the taking. Fetch, putting in number one, more Doyle. He likes the wet, but the big weight, possibly an anchor, the final 100 metres. Lara Migo to hold on, and then 14 strategic position. But eight should win. Fetch. Race six today is the road to magic. Millions on sale now. Yeah, with catalogues on the desk soon, I'd imagine. Class three set weights over the 1350 metres for race six. Number eight, Battledon. Uh, appears here and is a two dollar forty favourite. Number four, Hatchet, is at four twenty. Star Gamble, tab number six at four eighty. And a call from heaven, racing well at six dollars fifty. Then out to Zucchina and Co. But Battleton is a pretty firm two forty favourite for race six. Yeah, I would have had him on top on on his form, uh, but just a little concern on a very heavy track. He ran sixth in the Winx Guineas at the Sunny Coast on a heavy ten. He was possibly on the you know, the inferior side of the track as well. But to my way of thinking, he didn't really handle it. Um, So a little query on the conditions, the track conditions with Battleton. So I'm looking at number six star Gamble here, who's had two goes on a heavy for two wins. I think Battleton, pound for pound, has got more ability, but this is two for two on a heavy star Gamble, number six. To beat two Brave Warrior, he likes the wet as well. This is where he really comes into his own Wet and over 13.50, so he's got a great chance, Brave Warrior. Uh, throwing in number 11, a call from heaven, and then number 8, Battleton. 6, 2, 11 and 8. Can't believe it's been 20 years since Brave Warrior. The name gets through again, anyway. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was a good animal. Um, he certainly was. A ripper. Race 7 uh, at Dooman today. The 4X benchmark 72, 2,020 metres open market. Equal $4.80 favourites. Three applications and seven Yangari. 5.50 about number one, Tappy's one. And 9.50 about number 17, Blazon Boots. Can you sort out race 7? Well, they're from all over the place uh, for this race at Benchmark 72. 
Uh, when in doubt, come back to the top weight, and uh, that's what I've done here. Tappy's won a good old tough Kiwi who's won five races on the heavy. I know he's got a big weight, a 61 and a half, but he did win at the Gold Coast on a soft five two ago, carrying 63 and a half. He's just a superior wet tracker. He must have been born in a swamp, this guy. So we'll go with him, Tappy's one. To beat number seven, Yangari, he's put together three wins on the trot. He's developing into a nice middle distance horse, I feel. 17, blazing boots, a little bit green, a little bit new, but he's got enough ability to be effective here. He provided he handles this track. And then number three applications, one seven seventeen three. We move on to race eight at Doom and today. Colt Skelding's Entire's class six set weights twelve hundred metres. Number four, proper rogue. Uh, is a dollar seventy five number six grey defence at five dollars. Uh, Michelle is a five fifty chance and Hamlet von Schnitzel at seven dollars. But dollar seventy five proper rogue three fifty on the tight. A bit a bit to play out with the market here, I suppose. Yeah. It, it, uh, getting into a little bit of a short price proper road, but he's three for three on the heavy. Now, his stats are 1,200 metres, eight starts, one win, and three seconds. So that's the only thing holding me back from declaring him a certainty today, proper road. It was 1,100, a certainty, but uh, just hold your breath the last little bit. But uh, he just, he just uh, revels in any rain-affected ground at all. And to let you know how good he's going, actually won on a good surface last start. He's flying, proper rogue. Other hopes, um, Desert Dreamer, his stable mate number two, sixth grade defence. He's got a big pull in the weights. It looked ordinary last start when ninth, but he had excuses. He was exposed in the breeze on a high tempo. He's better than that. He's beautifully handicapped grey defence. He's got to go in all multiple bet types. And then we're putting in 13, Hamlet von Schnitzel. Four, two, six, thirteen. Race nine, open handicap at the mile. Tony Gollan with the top two in the market here. Number ten, Aussie Nugget, three sixty. Ulysses number twelve, four twenty. Stardome four eighty. Hasbro is a five dollar chance. And Hale Manhattan at five fifty. A few horses we know we know quite well here. Who are you with in race nine, Maxie? Yeah, I'm going with uh, the the five horse here, Hale Manhattan. He hasn't won for a while, but. He finds a suitable race today. He gets his preferable track conditions wet. Uh, this is his uh, peck distance, 1,600 metres. He's actually trained here. Three runs back from a spell. Good draw. It all adds up to him. I don't think we can miss each way. How many are left? Three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, well, we can back him each way. They often pay a good place dividend if they can run second. So five-hole Manhattan to beat number 10 Aussie Nugget. Since coming to Tony Gollum from Victoria, he's found his niche in life. He was good in the Toowoomba Cup, running second there, slightly back in distance, but that Toowoomba Cup was a while ago. Uh, Hasbro number two, the ex-Kiwi with a, a great wet track record. Annabelle Nisham's got him going well. It looked as though he failed, eight at nine at Eagle Farm, but I think he's better suited with giving the ground, and he was only beaten 1.9 lengths at Eagle Farm when running eight. And then number 11, Faistos. He won't know himself with only 53 on his back. Five on top, Hale Manhattan. Let's play each way, 10, 2 and 11. 10th and last at Durban, a benchmark 78 at the mile. And our $2.30 favourite, looking for three wins in a row, is number 15, Driver Deal. Yes, this mare by Gun Deal has only got to handle the heavy track. So a complete unknown, but she's in great form. And she's had two starts here for a win at a second. So puts herself handy. 
1,600 metres. Uh, she won over that trip last start, so only has to handle the track. Seventh, uh, rather, 11 I've got into second, Isabella Spring. She loves the wet, and she was terrific first up at Eagle Farm. She was one of few horses in that race that made ground, and she made up plenty of ground from back in the field. Then we're looking at seven, Cinque Torre, who loves wet for Bjorn Baker on a quick backup. I like him on rain affected. Not sure about a mile on very heavy, though. He might be sort of, you know, getting a bit tired towards the end, but I think he's going to give a great sight from the front. And then slow hands. This is his go. Make sure you put him in the quality because he finally gets a, a track condition. Suits the big grey. 15 to beat 11, 7 and 2 in the last at Durnburn. Well, let's see how far we get, Michael, but uh, we're in a best in value from you. Okay, well, we're going to go 3-9 count de beans as a good thing, and we'll make 5-8 fetch as a good thing. Now, I haven't got her in on top. I've got her as a place, but she's a really good each-way bet in race 10 for our value. Race 10, number 11, Isabella Spring. Make sure you include her in everything. Good man. Speak next week. All right, thank you, Richard. Thank you, Michael Maxworthy. And, of course, he'll be on Sky Thoroughbred Central today with the preview not too far away. And, uh, yeah, weather a little ominous uh, up there around Brisbane and surround. So we'll see how things play out for that meeting today. Uh, no significant um, changes of tactics coming through. We sort of start to get to that time of the day where... You might get changes of tactics and whatnot filtering through. Might be a bit early for that. Get your texts, um, your text thoughts in. We're about to be joined uh, by Darren Flindell, Brad Davidson, and Andrew Hurley. We'll kick off behind the gates around about ten past ten. We'll get going and fire your texts in. The text line is zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. So if you have a thought or a comment on today's racing at Ramwick, we might have a, a question for Brad about the Valley because he's done the form for the. Valley, but uh, 0419-767-272. We'll do the Behind the Gates multi again, and uh, we'll discuss uh, the races before we get to the multi. Uh, I think it's a $7 dividend today. Anyway, we'll reveal the horses pretty soon. 0419-767-272. All roads lead to Kim Lagrange today. Down, man, down Mount Easley, just avoid the deers who can hang around by the side of the road sometimes. Wayne Harris, good morning, mate. Hey buddy, how are you? What's happening? We're going racing, mate. Great. <laughs> Not off to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> although, although Campbell can get a bit rowdy. <laughs> oh, bunch of parties. The hens parties, they're pretty good, aren't they? It's just the <laughs> men, daring men. Just, as long as they don't over race early on. Wayne, that's the main thing. Start mocking me. That's not a real lot of fun. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> how are you? What's happening? Oh, about the way, mate. Uh, yeah, we're lucky to get through the meeting today. A few smallish type fields. Yeah, expect that rainy days about that. Too. But as always, there's always a nice horse will come out of the meeting and hopefully we can find a couple. Let's get stuck in, shall we, Wayne? And we go to the first of the day, the first of eight at Kembla. Class one set weights over the 2,000 metres. Number one, Carbonetti is the dollar ninety favourite. Yeah, I think you remember last week, the 2,000 metre races had to be carved up to the 1,600. So we're back to the 2,000 today. That's normally the worst part of the track, so... Um, yeah, I've got numbers one, two, seven, eight. Hard not to tip this top weight. I know he's only uh, ever won once in ten runs, but the always form down in Victoria has been very good from the Chris Waller yard. Uh, placed through his past four down there, placed by Geelong, Sandown, uh, ran, ran some nice city races there too. So he's uh, going around a lot of benchmark races, 78, 70. He drops to a maiden class one here today. 
say you do think that might be um, been racing so consistent down there, you've got to tip him on top. A little bit of time for another two casual connection, though. Um, he's found more and stronger in most of his runs, except the days he runs into traffic jams. And he really needs to get, get the outside balance up and he winds, winds home very, very well. So he's been a danger here. Then you've got a couple others here. Domingo, John O'Shea trained. He's a maiden in the race. But he's, uh, oh, geez, I'd say he's been a slow learner. He, um, he runs on strongly in all the four runs that he's had. And he did run second to, um, oh, sorry, third to Casual Connection at Newcastle that day. And he followed that horse and uh, just didn't quite have the sprint of that horse that day. But he goes to 2,000 metres here for the first time. I think that's what he's been looking at. He's run at Newcastle the day uh, his last start. He went from that maiden placing up to a benchmark 64. A pretty smart horse from the Matty Smith table one at Miracle Spin. But uh, so dazzling VR. The RC Oaks aspirant went around in the race and was beaten there, so I think it was a pretty strong uh, benchmark 64. And we've got to throw in the rate, Liam Dorff, only lightly raced. I think it'll appreciate the 2,000 metres here. It's another maiden that has run a couple of nice races. One, two, seven, eight. Race two at Kembla is a maiden at the 1,400 metres. Number one, save a date for me, a $2.40 fixed favourite. Four, Savanachi is at 3.40, and then Emery's for Godolphin right there at 3.80. They are the main three in the market. I've run three, one, four, and two. I've never seen either of these horses in the flesh. I just went with uh, Emery's, the Godolphin, that uh, uh, building here. He's a uh, vice street boss. He started off his career down in Melbourne. He went third on to Bill at Bendigo. And then he went around only but a couple home in a t- good, pretty good two-year race behind Jackano. He was put out after that. He's run a Warwick Farm, was just there the other day, but he did cover a fair bit of ground from Wide Alley, and he got tired from inside the 200, so he could improve sharply here. Uh, same as eight for me. Uh, did was very well supported down there at Goulburn on the back of some nice trials. Kept coming in the straight, was a t- bit tardy away and then finished off okay. So I think that experience might have brought him on. He's a Savile Bill Colt, so the further he goes, the better he'll go. I think I'll fight out the race. Of the others, I thought we throw in number four, Savanachi. He's had been in the races twice and she um she got uh, tricked at a crucial stage last time. So I think you've got to give her another another chance here. And then you've got another two dance or He's probably he's a city place to the last prep. His first up run recently at Tamworth was uh, was pretty ordinary, but was well short of his best distance. I think you give him another chance here. So I've got numbers three. One, four, two. Race three at Kembla, a maiden set weights 1,200 metres. Thought the debut of Magadan was good. So does the market. $2.30 and the favourite for the Snowdens. Rip and Rui for Team Hawks at 4.40. And then Amigos No More for Gwenda, a $5 chance sizzler for Craig Carmody at 5.50. But Magadan, 2.30 favourite for race three. Uh, he's run. He's a cold by Russian Revolution from Team Snowden. He's run with a beauty here at Kembla. He was very good on debut here. He hit the front of the straight and looked the winner, but he was mowed down by what's called Union Army. So I think that was pretty well. He hasn't run since that day, but the way he got the line, it was five weeks ago, and he's kept up to the mark by uh, giving him a quiet trial recently. So he'll come to race speed, that I imagine, especially from that camp. And Mitch Bell rides this track so well from the good draw. Got to pin him on top. The Rip and Ruas, uh, it's got the good draw here. And uh, I think Andrew Atkins got some nice rides here today. I think he'll pop up on a couple here. So the Team Hawks camp. Um, he's got race experience now with that run, one run at Hawksby. He was slow away and he didn't handle the game, they say. He was well in the market. That was a heavy nine. So give him another chance here today with an improving track. With the others, I thought number three out of hope, Amigos No More, one of Gwenda Markle runners in the race. This horse's uh, day very recently was a duty. He got out the back. He really only started to wind up the last little bit, so gets up to the 1,200 a day, and uh, he ran on so well from the tail the other day. Uh, he might have just improved that much so he could win the race. And then you've got number four, Bat Out of Hell, first starter. 
um, from the Portelli camp. Uh, he's had three trials and two preps. Latest trial wasn't knocked about uh, running fifth in the trial, but could have finished a bit closer. I've got number six, seven, three and four. Race four, fillies and mares maiden there at Kembla for race four. Um, over the 1,200 metres, maiden set weights. A fast net rock filly having her first start for Godolphin is number six, Exile. $3.80, isn't she, a yard watch? Uh, Gendon Marie, number seven, resumes. Oh, I showed a bit of form, that girl, at 4.40. Edna, consistent at uh, 4.60. And then Queen Una, a first start of Anthony Cummings, daughter of Vancouver, at $7. An afterlight for the Wally Yard on debut. Uh, and I'm Invincible filly at a Twilight Royale. So a few handy pedigrees amongst the girls here, Wayne, for race four. There is, Rich. It's made it really hard to try to work out what I wanted to put on top too. But I come back to that first start at Exile. Had, um Six trials, four in, uh, I think, three or four preps. So they've been very, very patient. She's a three-year-old fast net rock. And the latest trial I thought was quite good. And uh, fairly well better, as you'd imagine. And I just thought the trials were good enough to say we'll take the, the chance with it. And uh, very hard to go. This last trial was on the synthetic. I think just can't get a guide. I'll put Edna in. Edna, honey old Edna, she, uh, she got too far away from wind. Very, very consistent. She hasn't had much luck in a few of her runs. I think she should have broke the maiden by now. But anyway, she's well placed here in a filling mare's plate. So uh, gets in all right the weight. Then you've got Queen Una, number three, first starter, as you say, from Anthony Cummings camp. Got a, an awful draw. Said four trials and two preps, and it was being well held together. She might be a good player with a bit of luck from gate. And I thought the others were throwing number seven, Brenda Maria. I know, I suppose that's how you pronounce it from Lane Tree Curtis, a store uh, yard. And it's been running on very, very heavy tracks. And it did win a recent uh, race or trial. So I think we'll, um, we'll throw it in the numbers there. It might just improve from last prep. 6 1, 3 7. Race 5 is the first leg of the Kemla Quaddy, benchmark 64, 1200 metres. I thought Mirror View ran a nice race first up. Tab number 5, Mirror View, $2.90 favourite. Shines, number 8, is there at 380. Fixed Kicker Torp resumes for Gain Adrian is a $4.60 chance and mentalism in the mix at 460. May as well give you number 11 the gift there at $6.50, Wayne, for race 5. I'm going the other way. I've got 8, 5, 3, and 10 on with number 8, which is Shine. Only very lightly race um, from the uh, Team Hawks camp. It's first couple of runs were down in Melbourne, one on debut at Geelong, and uh, it's won the line quite well. I thought first up there at Hawksbury, that was on a heavy nine. Started a favour on that occasion, and uh, I thought it ran on okay at the finish. So, uh, extra 200 metres here today. Good draw, Andrew Atkins rides. I think I'll be showing it on top of number five, Mirror View. Uh, she, she's always around the money. She had very good form last trip. And she had to uh, she had a hard slog first up. I thought there at Canterbury on the on the heavy ten, and she's off a consistent when she hits form. So I think you ought to give her another chance here today. And she has one second up. I thought we'd throw number three kicker talk. Horse that I just can never get a gauge on hasn't run since January, but it's one two trials leading into this. And when it did win last trip, its first two runs one uh, it's maiden at Golden, but then it went up to Scone during a better better uh, one of the better meetings up there and won again. It's form when it come back in next time. Probably was a bit low par, but it's won a couple of trials. So, you know, it's something pretty hard to run down, I'd say. And we throw in number 10, Mentalism. He does mix his form a little bit, but I thought his last run, if he can reproduce that, he um, he can rumble into the placings here. Well, I'm pretty keen on shines. I might even make, make it my best, Rich. 
8, 5, 3, 10. We're going to race number f- uh, six at Kembla today, an open handicap at the mile. Number three, Deal Street. Courtney Gregg has Deal Street flying and comes to Kembla and a rope claiming three. That'll be useful at 270 in the favourite. Number five, Moon Stories, 310. Number seven, Devil Dan at 550. And then California August looking for three wins in a row at $8. But Connie Gregg and Deal Street, a 270 favourite here. I've had to tip it uh, with some reservations on three, five, seven, and one. She's been winning um, in, in very good order. She's done deal silly, obviously. She won three of her past four, but being in benchmark races, and the last couple she won two class class uh, threes. Now she's going to open class here today. I know she's pretty good. She's been very donor on those country tracks, but uh, she's strong at sixteen hundred metres. So I'll tip her and hope for the best. I thought the danger come from uh, number five moon stories. Train on the track here. It was a terrific run first up there at Kembla recently, and the four last prep was quite good. I thought other chances in race seven, Devil Dan. Uh, if he's allowed to sneak away out in front, they might, might have trouble catching him. He's just reaching his form a little bit, but uh, he's got the ability to win this race. Uh, he's never won on a heavy, but he's got a bit of luck on uh, a bit of form on the soft. And then you've got to throw in, because of his open handicap, the most uh, closest to the open handicap we've got in the race is definitely number one high baller. Uh, one, another one from Glenda's camp from a good draw. You've got to throw it in there and hope that he can bring his best because he has been running in good city class races or city class races. So I'll drop back and break to him there today. Three, five, seven, one. Race seven at Kembla is a midway maiden at the mile. Now, I don't, I don't have it in front of me. I should have had it before I. Um, spoke to you, Wayne, but I'm sure Glenn Munsey has mentioned that this Grange rock star has just been backed and backed and backed in the last little bit. $1.95 now for Robert Quinn, Jeff Penza, Grange rock star. Winning point, four eighty. Wolves at $6. Whisker to whisker. Always quite liked her at $8.50 and then Leipzig, but Grange rock star now $1.95 fixed, two fifty the tote for race seven. He's been in in a few places, and uh, I know Tommy Sherry is supposed to ride him next week at the Hawkshire meeting, and so they've obviously come here today with the track um, on the improve. He shows good ability. Um, he's bold and brave, whichever way you want to look at it, first up there at Newcastle. He went down fighting, and he's kept up to the mark with a recent trial at Hawkesbury too, so very good horseman, Rob Quinn. Uh, awful draw, but you've got Jeff Penzer who probably rides his track as good as anyone to, to do the steering, so it's uh, interesting to hear that he's been so well supported, but it doesn't really surprise me. So I've got one, thirteen, two, and twelve. Got number thirteen winning point, a bullpoint filly from the uh, Paul Murray camp. It's only had only been lightly raced. Uh, run to trouble at its debut here on the track, and then I went to Warwick Farm the other day. And uh, look, I just experience and stepping up in distance looks ideal, and for positive reasons. I think with her at Warwick Farm the other day, and it was fourteen hundred up to sixteen hundred. And I know Paul's got a little bit of an opinion of her. So if there's a uh, fly in the ointment for, for the uh, favourite, could be it. Now, at Wolves, it's another one that just seems to strike severe traffic problems or uh, has in its past couple of starts too. So its form is better than it looks on paper. It um, just needs clear running and to do its best. The other one I'm showing is number 12, the one you mentioned, Whisker to Whisker. Um, it's run in the flight states of its last run. It's completely outclassed there. But then uh, before that, its form it wasn't too bad. So I think it can run a cheeky race here. One thirteen two twelve. I found that tweet from Munns. Yesterday was 3.30 into 2.30. Bets of 900 at the 3.30, 600 at 3 bucks, 5,000 at the 2.90, and so on and so on. 
now a dollar ninety five for Grange Rockstar. Uh, race eight, final race of the day here. Wayne finished off with a benchmark 64, 1400 metres. Number nine, Irish Kisses is a three dollar ten favourite. Fearson looks a good type for Brad Whitup at three forty. I think one of those two will win it. I've gone Pearson, 6985. I'm scared as hell from the other one. But Pearson, uh, it took a little while to break through, but his runs were very, very good. He had a fitness um, uh, when he's first up. I think he just needed the run. But then the other day, as well, three, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's got good form there on his, on his home track last couple. He um, he just uh, he got to the outside and he got the clear run. He balanced up and he just produced a really classy finish there. He might be just starting to hit his straps, this horse, but then again, you're going from a maiden up to a, a pretty strong benchmark race. So he wanted to be as every good a bit as the, uh, the ability that we think he has. Uh, I took Irish Kisses down here the other day and she, she was a late scratching, so I, I might even switch when we um, when I have a look at them in the yard because she's got very good provincial and uh, city form. She was placed first up at Rose Hill this time, so um, one of them two will win the race, I think, and she has one on the heavy, lots of like there. Then you've got number eight, Herb. He, um, his form's been fairly good. Just mixing him up a little bit, but a couple of uh, Sydney trips to Midways have probably made his form look a little bit uh, a little bit more ordinary, but he needs luck in running. And the other one I've thrown in is number... Where we go? Number five, Kennedy Choice. Well, can't this horse mix his form a bit? He's got a little bit of ability there, but uh, you never know when he's going to bring his uh, best to the track. So I've got numbers six, nine, eight, and five. What's the best of the day, Wayne? The race five, um, we'll stick with the um, the shines, uh, Richard. I just think uh, Tony Lightly race is showing a bit of ability, and things go its way today. I think we can get home. So race five, number five, uh, number eight. I think it is. Good man. Enjoy the day, Wayne. Good to chat. Thanks, Rich. Good luck, everyone. Wayne Harris, he'll be on Sky Thoroughbred Central with all the action from Kemmel today. Not too far away from behind the gates here. A few people uh, flicking a few text messages through to us on the text line, and we'll uh, we'll answer those shortly. Darren Flindell, uh, Hurls, Brad Davidson, and myself. The text line again, any questions, here's your chance to ask our race caller and Dave on Sky Racing, one for the day, 0419-767-272. That's 0419-767-272. We'll take a break and back with more. It doesn't have to cost the earth to earn a share in a racehorse. Patriot Bloodstock offers an affordable, entry-level price point for racehorse ownership with fixed-price training fees. We love first-time owners and punters clubs. We'll get your friends together and start a syndicate. A Brave Smash filly, fully broken, is available now from a Dan that's produced five foals to race, all winners. She ticks all the boxes. Check out what's available at patriotbloodstock.com.au. Patriot Bloodstock, an authorised representative of Stable Connect. AF licence 33696. Don't whinge and whine about the traffic. Think of the wine you'll have at home. A glass of Windy Peak Cabernet Merlot by De Bortoli, of course. Here's the traffic. The King Spring Sailors in its final days. Up to 50% off selected Australian-designed award-winning furniture. Hurry, visit your nearest King showroom today. Surrey Hills lights are flashing yellow. Albion Street at Flinders Street. Truck breakdown in Hinchinbrook. It's Cowpasture Road at the M7 on-ramp. Heavy conditions eastbound. One lane's blocked. Also, Hinchinbrook, the M7 off-ramp to Cowpasture Road due to an earlier vehicle fire. Two northbound lanes are affected. This October, Storage King is raising money to support people with breast cancer. One dollar from every large pink packing carton and carrying carton goes to the McGrath Foundation. Search Storage King conditions apply. I'm Luke Germain, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. 
HQ Insurance gives you peace of mind with 24-hour fall cover and no excess on life-saving surgery claims. Plus optional extended fall policy until the 2024 yearling sales. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more information. Be sure, insure with HQ. Mum, what would you say about a bonus Woolworths supermarket e-gift card worth up to $400 on selected kitchen and laundry appliances at Bingley? Can you say it again? No. It's a great deal. You say it. A bonus Woolworths supermarket. Yep. E-gift card. Yep. Worth up to $400. Yep. Can I have a rest? On selected kitchen and laundry appliances at Bingley. It's a great deal of worth. Bingley. Better living every day. Revel in sky-high celebrations at Western Sydney's biggest spring party, Golden Eagle Day. Feel the beat of world-class racing with $10 million to be won in Australia's second richest turf race. Plus the final leg of the Sydney Sprint Series for $3 million Nature Strip Stakes. Then wrap up with an epic performance by Rudimental. This is Sydney's Golden Playground. Golden Eagle Day, where stories are made. Saturday, October 29, Rose Hill Gardens. Book now at theracers.com.au. KO Sports interrupt your ads to bring you T20 World Cup action. Catch Australia versus New Zealand at break free and play tonight on KO Sports. Now back to your ads. Hunter's Postmortem with Dave Stanley. For me personally, it was probably the best day I've ever had at a racetrack. Ron Duffersey. It's just hard to isolate the highlights because, you know, obviously it was giga kick to do what he did, set the tongues wagging to say, how did that happen? Dean Lester. The one thing I thought he really appreciated be a fast speed, and that was, the, I think, the one thing in his favour, and that's exactly what transpired on Saturday. Hunter's Postmortem, Monday, 9am, Racing HQ. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Down to the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Welcome back to Saturday HQ. Welcome to Behind the Gates. Here's your chance to join the conversation. Give us an idea of what you like today or you're arming and arming about what you want to bet on or just any general racing comments there for discussion. 0419-767-272. We'll also do the Behind the Gates multi. Um, didn't quite land it last week. So... Um, no better time to try and land it and get the better of the tab than this week. So stay with us. We'll, uh, the multi will be revealed in a little while, a little later in um, in this hour, but we'll let you know when. That's for sure. Stay with us. I might just welcome in the man sitting right next to me. He's with the tab. He's at all those tab prices. Andrew Hurley. Hurls, what's doing? Oh, mate, it's been a busy morning. Was, uh, what the drama last night out at uh, down in the valley. So, uh, look, we've had to uh, have a look at uh, what bets remain and stand, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'll actually give you the official word if you don't mind. Just so for, I'm sure we'll get a uh, we'll get uh, some queries about it. So I'll just give you the official word from uh, the senior traders there at uh, Tab. If I can uh, bring this up, but uh, just having a look at them fields today and we've got plenty of value at Ramwick. A tough meeting but I'll tell you what, a very good meeting. Looking forward to that. I'll get you that info in just a moment. Beautiful. Uh, calling all the action at Ramwick today. Best seat in the house is Darren Flindell. Hello Darren. 
Yes, good morning, uh, Richard. Really looking forward to today's card. It's always one of the uh, the good races to put on at the back end of the carnival, the Spring Champion Stakes, and it's a, boy, it's a very competitive race today. I think there's uh, there's numerous hopes in that, and uh, and the running of the Brian Crowley as well, uh, an interesting race on the card. So we're all armed and ready to go on the big stage. Sky Racing One is done the form for a number of different venues today, and his name is Brad Davidson. Dave, good morning. Morning, fellas. Yep, um, excited about today. Obviously, uh, Cox Plate's a race every year that, um, you know, really gets uh, excited as a racing fan um, and uh, a great card in, at Randwick as well. I agree with Darren. I think the Spring Champion's a great betting race and um, I think there's a few horses in the market taking up too much percentage. We'll get to that later. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to today's program. Let's uh, let's dive in. And Sorry, Hill's far away. Yeah, OK, so I'll just clarify uh, the situation with the fixed odds bets from last night. Fixed odds bets stand given the race is run within 24 hours, which is in line with the betting rules. Given, however, the change of circumstances, should a customer wish to cancel their bet by request, uh, Tab will accommodate this. This means customers who have locked in a good price about a runner and or wish for their band to a bet to stand anyone. Uh, anyway, they get the uh, outcome they would desire. But however, if customers do not wish for their bet to stand for whatever reason, he's given the choice to make contact and have their bet cancelled. We'll oblige these and these customers get the outcome they desire also. So basically, customer choice. So I know we've fielded a lot of questions and probably continue to do so, but uh, yeah, hopefully that clarifies. So just call uh, customer service if you wish to have your bet uh, withdrawn. One triple. Three nine zero. Just to date ring you. Bring down to service. Me, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, can't be fairer Man, than that. I woke up at quarter to seven this morning. I think I'd have five texts already. But anyway. Well, it's, uh, yeah, I think Munns has clarified it and uh, and you have there. So yeah. can do no more than that. Oh, Darren, uh, what, what are conditions like at Ramwick at the moment? I mean, what are, what are you seeing? It's, uh, it's rather humid, uh, rather muggy, but as far as rain's concerned, uh, I think there might have been a little shower a short time ago, and any rain we do get today will just be those, those very, very light showers. I think we're pretty much in the clear here today. Beautiful. Um, we might go to some of the questions and thoughts here, and I might just take our listeners firstly, Hurls, to race nine today. It is... The invitation, $2 million for the Phillies and the Mares. I've seen the invites going out over the course of the last three weeks uh, to a to a month. And, gee whiz, this, this looks like a, a pretty open market. What, what are you seeing here for the invitation? Yeah, it's a fantastic betting race, isn't it? Espiona, they're buttering up again. 480 to 440, back to 480, and it remains the favourite. Ice Bath, 5 to 480, back to $5. Forbidden Love, 6 to 7, back to 6. Nimalee, 6 to 650. She's a belter, 12 to 11, 12 out to 13 for Swats. That electric girl just to tickle there, 16 to 14, never talk. Huge run last start, 17 to 15. As far as dollars invested today, it is Ice Bath in front of Espiona owner and then uh, she's a belter. Whilst the uh, move has only been 12 into 11, it holds a fair bit of cash today. We'll get overall thoughts from uh, from both uh, of you guys uh, on this race. Um, just the questions coming through. A couple of questions here. Badger from Newcastle asks, good morning. Promise of success, any real chance or is it a matter of lots of promise but little success? Thanks very much. And a mare that no one's talked about a whole lot this morning, 
can Barb Raider cause an upset in the invitation from Mick on the tweed? Dave, I might come to you. Um, and, and, and there's a, a text for you, Brad. Is today the day for Espiona in the invitation? Yeah, look, it's a fascinating race, isn't it? Um, uh, look, I'll go through those questions first of all. Promise of success, I think that the drier tracks do. She just gets back and always needs luck, particularly at this grade, which she's got a brilliant turn of foot, and uh, I, I could see her flashing home into the placings. Whether she'll get there, we'll, we'll wait and see. Barb Raider, maybe, but I'm not sure quite this class, but Fresh and the Stable are a very good first-up stable. Espiona... Well, I mean, it's grand final day. It's Walla, but she, she's been pretty disappointing, hasn't she? Um, I know that the tempo wasn't there the other day for her, but she's still laying in at both runs this preparation. She loses James McDonald. Um, I suppose grand final day being targeted at the race is the, is the, is the angle, but I don't, I don't think she should be favourite still. I think Nimalee should be favourite, guys. I, I, you, know, you just got to put Pentra or Epson run. I was sitting there shaking my head at the 600. I thought, well, she can't win. They've just absolutely overcooked it on speed. They went way too hard. And see the audacity to, to kick at the at the 300, still be in front. And it took Ice Bath the entire straight to get past her after doing absolutely no work in the run. And, uh, and Emily's run was, was much better. Um, she rolls forward again, hopefully doesn't do anywhere near the amount of work. She's really well weighted under the the set weights and penalties conditions. I think 1,400 suits. If we get a bit of rain throughout the day, that'll that'll help her too. But I, I think she'll run a, a great race. I think she's a very underrated mare. Um, look, Ice Bath, I think the draws a big negative. Um, I don't think anyone's really spoken about that, that this week. Um, she gets back in her races. She's going to be cluttered up. She's a better horse getting to the outside. I, I think that draws a negative. Espion is the one I'm worried about because their best is still better than these, but um, the fact she's laying in and, and loses J-Mac, there's a couple of uh, big negatives there for me. So, Nimalee, the, the one for me, guys, uh, I've got to be a little bit against Never Talk on the on the track conditions, and I um, also think Forbidden Love's a little bit overplayed. I, I think she needed a proper heavy, um, and I'm not sure she's going as well. Well, she's not going as well, simple as that. A run in the Sydney Stakes was okay, but um, I just don't know if she's quite back to that level yet. So, two Nimalee, clearly on top for me. Uh, I think she's a bet at 650 as well. Brad, just quickly, promise of success and Bard Raider comments on those horses. Yeah, promise of success. She'll get back, but look, the, the wet track was a was against first up. She's got a lethal turn of foot, so she can finish off. And Barb Raider, as I said, just maybe not quite this level, but a really good fresh stable, so respect them all the same. And she's a belter. Got a chance. So I do can see different form here, but I don't think she's actually that well weighted here. And uh, even though she carries the 54 for a three-year-old filly, um, and I just, I've got to be a little bit against that JJ Atkins form. It just hasn't stood up much at all. So, um, but respect the Snowdens. But for me, it's all about Nimalee. Okay. What are you saying, Darren, here in the invitation? Okay. Uh, promise of success isn't in my top four, but I do respect her. her all her best forms on soft rated tracks were on a soft six today with Barb Raider. I thought she'd be warming up when the race is, is all over. I thought 1,400 metres a little bit too short. And Espiona, I've, um, I've sort of got to give up now because of the fact she keeps laying in under pressure and she's just not, uh, she's not going to the levels that we thought she was going to as a three-year-old. So 
I'm focusing on, like Bradford Nimalee. I just think Nimalee uh, takes control of this race, unless Expat uh, pings up with the blinkers going back on today, which is possible. But in any case, Nimalee will be right up there on the pace uh, in the right spot. She's she's having a really good preparation. She's a quality mare, so I'm happy to take the price each way about her. I think Forbidden Love will go a lot better today for the fact she's come up with a good gate. She's drawn 10, 9, 18 out there in the Sydney Stakes. Blake Shin on today. Barrier 2 is going to get the absolute run of the race today, I thought, Forbidden Love. And she might bounce back. Then I put Ice Bath in and, and she's a belter. But I'm focusing on the top two here who are very well off at the weights. OK, promise of success. You mentioned, yeah, just where does she fit in? Uh, suited by the soft track today, uh, the soft six, but not in my top four. Rightio. OK, so hopefully that um, covers off uh, on some of the questions there on the invitation. What race is the Brian Crowley today? Is it race four on the program, maybe? No, race... Race six. Race six. Thank you, Davo. The grain shaker, Brian Crowley. Might grab a, a market for this race, if I can. Hurls race six there at Ramwick today. Yeah, been popular all week, has Cote, the favourite. 240 to 250, back to 240 today. Insurrection, $5 to 440. Dashing Legend opened at 650 this morning, peaked at 7, now 650. 6 to 750, back to 650 for Thronbone. Northern Beaches, 13 to 12, are back to $13. It's back from Melbourne. And then we go to Chalante. It's also back from Melbourne, 11 to 13. All right, as far as activity is concerned this morning, uh, we have got Cote, clearly best-backed runner, and that has been the case all week, holding about... five times more than Insurrection. Away from that, Thronbone's actually been well tried uh, this morning, dollar-wise. It's been 6 to 7.50, back to $6. John from Penrith, uh, Darren, asks, how does the panel assess Thronbone and his chances in the Crowley today? Well, the form certainly looks good enough. Um, so yes, I wouldn't uh, be dismissing Thronbone. Put him down as the is the fourth pick in the race, running fifth to Giga Kick. Certainly gets your attention in the vein stakes uh, back in August. One thing about the race is a lot of speed. Koday, Insurrection, Dashing Legend. Now, do they let Koday just go forward and, and control the race, or does Blake Shin go forward on Insurrection, or does Abdullah kick up there on Dashing Legend? I was sort of hoping the pace in this race would be quite strong, and uh, I'm going to take the chance here with Clary Connors, Philly Shalonte. I've been waiting for her to get onto a bigger track. Uh, she didn't seem to handle the, the left way of going at Caulfield last time, and at Canterbury prior to that. Uh, things just went wrong there, but I loved a narrow win. I loved a Wyong win, and I think she's uh, better than country class, to be honest, Shalante. And now she gets into a race with a big, long straight, and off the back of what I hope's a genuine speed, I'm having an each-way ticket on Shalante here uh, with Pike in the saddle. So 10 each-way for me and the Brian Crowley. What do you think, Brad? Yeah, look, just on Thronbone, um, I can see he's got a chance here. I don't think he's that well-weighted with the, the 57 and a half. Um, Oh, I just think he's just go carry that a little bit more than than a few informed horses here. But the stable have a thirty one percent strike rate first up the last two years, so very good first up. Didn't beat a lot of Flemington and Caulfield, um, but then went and obviously ran what, five lengths behind Gear Kick. But um, I think that form might be overplayed for a little while to come personally. But um, that's just my sort of thoughts. Um, look, I think he's got a good chance from a smother, but uh, for me, I'm, I'm with Cote here. I think he sets up okay. Uh, Look, uh, drier track. I was hoping we'd get a bit more rain, sure. But, you know, he's run on a, on a good four in a midway at, at Rose Hill, two back. He should have won by length. He had no luck whatsoever. I just think you go through his form, this preparation, he should be four from four. 
we haven't seen the bottom of him yet. Um, I think they've got to roll forward and, and let him use his speed. Insurrection might lead, but I think they'll take a sit on Dashing Legend after she went too hard in front the other day. I think they'll take a sit with the smother and he can either lead or, or sit outside the lead here and and uh, he's just in a really good frame of mind. So for me, Cote, I think Insurrection's the danger. Tommy Berry was aboard both these horses last time out. I spoke to Tommy during the week and he felt Cote, um, you know, class-wise might be just, just above Insurrection, but he, he did note he's been up a while too, Cote. So I think, think they're both good horses and expect them both to run really well here and um, probably not a, a great deal between them. So um, Cote for me, though, I'm, I'm with him and I think he's hard to beat. Brad, where do you see Northern Beaches, mate? You know, I'm a bit of a rap for red. Didn't do much down in Melbourne, but um, it's back up. Yeah, yeah, just, I mean, he won a... He won you could just clearly say and, no, Hurls. Uh, well, I told you no after the first run, so I hope you haven't butted up the last two, but... Uh, uh, not I thought I was going to say, yeah, it's a lovely part of the world. I quite <laughs> like it up there. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> Righto. That, that is, is that it? So, that, this is that? Short. Um, just because Brad loves these races, well, he genuinely does, there's a, there's a highway question come through, Hurls, and what's our, our highway this week is a, a Class 3 over the 1,800 metres, had Danielle C on this morning, got a couple of runners. What is the latest with the Tab Highway today, Hurls? Competitive as always, and we've got uh, Anthony Manton has an interest in Alloway, and also uh, Mardo with Socrates, and they're in commission somewhat, well, Socrates certainly is. Uh, Lord DeSanimo knows how to run a place, uh, 12 to 13, back to 12, 23 to 26 for Alloway. Jalmari's 4.20 into 3.90 makes it favourite. Uh, Socrates opened at 4.80 on Wednesday. 4.80 this morning. Has not budged. Then we go to Sassy's Choice. It's uh, 12 to 13. 6 to 6.50 King of Spades. No huge inward moves here uh, for today's highway. As far as investments are concerned, uh, we've got Jalmari uh, most popular today. Gee, we're taking some money on these races, of course, uh, First two races at Ramwick today. There was a question uh, on that as well, yeah. Uh, yeah, place at Winbev for doesn't win. Uh, money back? Munns was not sure if that was going to be happening today, but he re- received a directive early that, um, um, that it was. I've seen it advertised on the Tab app. It's right. there. That uh, promotion again on races one and two, up to $50. He's had a lot on his plate, though, oh, Darren Glenn. To be Glenn. fair... Sw- well, it, <laughs> to be fair, I reckon there would have been at least... Uh, 20 to 30 emails this morning just clarifying everything. So, And I'll just clarify something also uh, in relation to the quaddy at Mooney Valley today. Someone uh, text him what legs they are, what races. Uh, races 8, 9, 10 and 11. Um, the question for both Brad and Darren and Hurls, if you'd like to have an opinion here, is morning, boys. Speaking of buttering up again, I've backed Jalmari again in brackets <laughs> last chance. Your thoughts, please. Russell from Penrith, Jaumari, Darren. Russell, I'm with you. I can't believe I'm giving this horse another chance, but it was just given no hope last time. Uh, in a horrible position of turning for home, and then when it saw daylight, the way it's hit the line, I thought, oh, you're going to have to give this another chance next time out. Socrates completely dominated up front there on that very heavy track. But uh, I'd like to think over this distance of the 1,800 metres that he'll get it. Uh, the wet track's no issue. So, yes, I'm sticking with Joel Murray. But I think King of Spades is, is getting very close to win. Uh, King of Spades would be uh, my big danger. And maybe Socrates could go close to repeating the tactics of last time. That were my main hopes, Joel Murray over King of Spades. What do you say, Davo? 
Yeah, look, I was with him last time out and it was one of those just throw your ticket in the air moments, wasn't it? It, it, uh, it was clearly um, just very frustrating to watch. He got a long way back and then held up and got out about the 200 and just made up many, many lengths. So, um, gets a better draw here. Tyler Schiller aboard, still gets a claim and just would have liked a heavy track. Doesn't get that, so that's a little concern, but I've got him on top, but not the same confidence as the other day. Um, but look, I think Socrates will run well again. I thought Smooth Spree was the big winner after the rain missed. He, he likes the tracks on the on the firmer side, and he's run well at this track and distance. So, stay with the Spree. I was working around, but yeah, nah, last time was a horror show. Radio, um, get your text in for the guys. Here's your chance: zero four one nine seven six seven seven six seven two seven two. That's zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. I might grab a market hurls if I could for race five at Ra- Ramming today. The Vale Barrel White Falonte handicap. I've seen some Epsom winners, none as good as when Falonte won that day. Yeah, well, that was the era, wasn't it? Nothing like a train. Falonte Saintly Octagonal, amazing Falonte. Yeah. Outstanding. Uh, Diamond's the favourite at three dollars seventy. Uh, looking at the fluctuations today, it opened at three fifty. We've got five dollars into four dollars. War Eternal, Purple Sector five to five fifty. Yehi very solid at six dollars six to seven fifty for Big Boy Roy. A uh, little bit of push today. Cry dearest. 23 into 17. Oh, gee, I've lost some money on it. Uh, I can tell you, in terms of dollars held today, uh, it's actually Big Boy Roy. Uh, holds the most amount of money invested today. And it's a $7.50 chance and a drift. Um, Steve from Clovelly is asking, I quite like Diamel today. Um, do you think the seven-day backup is part of the plan? Or what are you thinking with Diamel today? Brad. Yep, uh, he's got to be a great chance. 1,600 metres suits and uh, back up, as you said. Um, the thing with this race, though, is it's almost... I mean, being a bit harsh to a few of them, but it's almost like uh, find the best out-of-form horse. I mean, they're all just going OK, aren't they? And there's nothing there that's sort of flying at the moment. And I thought Diamil was good in inferior ground fresh, but he's still been uh, five lengths the other day. It's still a bit of a concern. Gets the right sort of run, gets his right set up, but it's a race where they're all mixing form. War Eternal was great two starts ago, and then too bad to be true in an Epsom. So he might be the one with a bit of substance in his form. Blinkers again, 52 kilos, should have won two starts ago. So he'd be the way I would lead. Um, Diamil got a chance, Yee Yee's got a chance, but it's Yee Yee um, and Bonnie Esther and Big Boy Roy. They're all level sector, they're all there. I mean, they're not out of form, they're just not flying, I think is a better way to say it. No horse in this race is absolutely airborne. So it's, it's finding the, the one that's going to find the right race. I think there's six chances. I found it the hardest race of the day. Really, Darren? I've gone with the ex-Kiwi here, uh, Palmetto. Uh, John Sargent's uh, four-year-old. He uh, only had the one start at Brownwick. Uh, April 23 on the heavy 10. Just did not handle that. But all his previous wins in New Zealand have been on heavy. But he just came to my attention watching his trials. I saw him trial at Brownwick on the 26th of September, finishing third to Coteal. It was really good work. And uh, the trial prior to that went to the line absolutely hard held. So I think the horse is, is going well within himself and with a light weight uh, on the wet track. He's won first up before. 
He was $18 earlier in the week. He's $14 now. I just I just couldn't find anything in the race that grabbed me, so I'm, I'm going to take the chance each way here with Palmetto. Okay, very good. Uh, let's uh, take a look at it. We'll get to the spring champion soon and also the calendar appraisal, but there are some questions and thoughts uh, for the guys on other races here. Race four, Hurls, we have um, a benchmark 78 race four at Ramwick today. We're going over the mile here. I suppose Mahagoni is the favourite, but what are you seeing here? And Blake Shin comes to town today. Absolutely airborne is Blake, and he's aboard the favourite here. Uh, Mahagoni, it's 350 to 360. Walinga Rafio is 460 to 440. Commanding, or commanding, uh, we'll go 550 to 5, back to 550. Naval Seal, 550, no change. So we get our Mudgee at $13. In terms of trade today, Naval Seal. May or may not be in someone's uh, behind the gates multi, which we'll announce in about ten minutes. It's the most popular runner clearly today. Was a horse that um, I think Brody said I like him from the trials. We might hear more from Darren Shirley, but the the question is um, Charlotte from Wyong asks, um, I like Willinga Rufio today, but will he get control on speed? Uh, Darren, how are you seeing this race being run? Uh, will he get control on speed, Willinga Rufio? Uh, not sure with Cognac there in the race, so quite possibly. I have to say I just did not like his trial at all at Brownwick. On the, maybe it was because it was on the synthetics. I, I should be mindful of that. But he's coming off a uh, firing up there at Rose Hill and just weakening right out. When he got complete control at Warwick Farm, he looked like a good horse. So I, I just don't know how to play this guy. And I've just got, I've got my concerns about him because I just didn't like the trial one bit. So... Um, and I think Cognac's going a lot better now. We'll be right up on the speed. Now, there was talk there of Naval Seal, number 12. Uh, they have just been burying this in its trials. It was necked right back at Rose Hill on September 20. It was necked again on the, on the 4th of October. They just seem to be going to a little bit of trouble there to, to try and get that off the radar, but the betting would suggest plenty of people know about it. At 5.50, I'm going with Naval Seal. I reckon Jack Denham used to uh, get his horses out before the lights were on, uh, and they'd absolutely <laughs> fly. <laughs> they would get on early and wooshka. I reckon Jack Denham had a goose at the stables that you did not want to walk in <laughs> into that stable block. Otherwise, Some great that goose would have a red-hot go at you. Brad, um, Willinga Rufio, or well, I suppose the question for, for starters relates to the, the speed map here. What, what are you seeing? Well, Cognac's a bit of a mad leader, so says Willinga Rufio, but they'll be, they'll be uh, making sure they don't get in a, a speed battle like they did last time. Now, he was absolutely gone at the 600, uh, they just went way too hard and I think if you're on him you may as well have thrown your ticket in the air again um, just again, disappointing tactics, they got the tactics completely wrong um, so they probably have a go for it early and then if, if Cognac wants to keep going, just come off his back and sit back a few lengths, so we'll, we'll see how that pans out, I'll give him another chance I, I do I do can see what Darren said but, um, around his trial, but I've got, a, I've got a, a sort of thought process with Mark Newnham's trials I believe they trial a lot like the the Waterhouse and Bot Yards sometimes. You know, a lot of their horses, they're pushed out at the trials, they look a bit plain. I don't know if they wear the heavy shoes or I'm not sure what it is, but they seem to still be able to come out and, and run really well on race day. You had a, a first starter winner um, at the midweek a couple of weeks ago and it, it trialled much worse and uh, comes out and, and shows that real good turn of speed. So I just think some stables, I'm, I'm happy to forgive bad, tra- or, you know, average trials and, and Mark, you know, definitely one of those stables airborne at the moment and 
Oh, look, I think he's got a bit of upside. I think Naval Steel's got a great chance. He beat Willinga Rufio last preparation and meets him better at the weights for doing that, first up, obviously. But um, I think they're, the, they're, they're both right in the in the game here. Um, and I think the other main chance is Mahagoni, but probably a little bit soft on him after he got back in a, in a walking race the other day. But, yeah, I just want to be with Willinga Rufio and, and Naval Steel. That's probably the, the form lines I'm, I'm happy to go with you. Rightio, let's go um, to our two, outside of the invitation, our two feature races today. And race seven's a beauty. The uh, the Tab Calendar Presnell, um, the old Stan Fox, of course, a million dollars, group two over the mile, named after two great men. They'll be honoured today. Yeah, and if you haven't already, make sure you catch on Thoroughbred Central. It'll be replayed a few times. Uh, they sat down for a chinwag during the week. Fascinating stuff from both yeah. uh, Maxie and also uh, from Mr. Ken and, and still two guys that if you're at the races mate you go up to them they'll have a chat to they're just staying to have a chat they're just just good guys absolutely Uh, race number seven on the card which is the tab calendar a prisoner Dollar eighty golden mile one seventy five this morning so pretty short communist four eighty no change flag of honor seven fifty no change a lot more love drifts today eight to nine fifty Bergen has been specced here today nineteen to fifteen and that's pretty much the tail of the tape as far as dollars held here it is one way traffic golden mile uh, in front of a lot more love even no. It has drifted from 8 to 9.50. Got a, uh, a text there from Nigel in Seaforth, and that's just down the road from where we are. Um, gents, Golden Mile has been at $1.80 for a while now. Is that not value in the calendar Presnell? Darren? Is it not value? Um, <clears throat> I think it's, it's right price, uh, to be honest. It just looks the winner of this race. Um... The only other one I am looking at is the the filly that I tipped last Saturday, and I was very impressed with the win. She won the first there. The Reginald Allen quality is a lot more love. She was really strong at the end of the 1,400 metres. I think she'll absolutely eat up the mile here today. Uh, She was the only other horse I was looking at in this, and uh, I'll definitely tie her up in Quinella's uh, with Golden Mile and leave it at that. Rightio. What do you think, Brad? Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting one. You either think he's immoral or you're just a little bit conservative on him because, you know, he's selling at a Caulfield Guineas mile and, and now he's got to run a Ramwick mile. And I don't know what they do tactics-wise. I'm not sure if anything's come through this morning, but, you know, they were, they were hell-bent on riding him with, the, with cover in the Caulfield Guineas and I think that was the key of getting him home. And, and now do they just go back, right back, or do they roll forward because he does have that speed and, and leave him a little bit exposed late? I mean... It was one of those races where I wanted to find something to beat him, but I just think the, the ones behind him aren't much good, to be honest. Um, they haven't shown a great deal, and, and he's kind of... He's, he's, he's a great one winner, Brad. It's back to set yeah. weights. Yeah, you're right, but the Caulfield Guineas wasn't a great race. You look at the time out of it, and it was, quite frankly, terrible. Um, and you look at the blanket finish with about, you know, 12 or 10 of them across the line with two lengths, and you go, you know, alarm bells, alarm bells here. Yeah. This isn't a good race at all. Um, but... You look at what's behind him here, and there's there's nothing that's sort of coming from left field with with any real strong form lines at this stage. Um, so I, I've got to be with him, but I, I personally I'm marking two dollars just because I was on him the other day and I thought I got away with it. I thought I got away with it, perfect yeah. ride, and he's just absolutely fallen in at the mile. And now you got to take dollar eighty Randwick mile, but you know you're taking on lesser opposition. So uh, he could come out and just easily win. 
but um, it wouldn't be surprised if he feels the pinch the last 100 metres as well. Yeah, interesting comments, Brad. I mean, that, that, like the market likes the guineas, doesn't it, with elliptical <laughs> there um, for the spring champion and, and this horse. So we'll see how things play out. Hurls, we're pretty close to um, this multi going live for our listeners, the Behind the Gates multi, so now might be a nice time to... Maybe let the listeners know what we're doing today and also how they can get to that multi and how much they're going to have on and what the dividend might be. The stage is yours. All right. So it'll be maximum bet of $25. And the price today is very handsome. We're looking at $7. Now, we'll give each other up as to who's taken what. Uh, And we start with Darren. Race 4, number 12, Naval Seal. Uh, Race 7, number 1 for Richard, Golden Mile. Epileptical for yours truly. Race 8, number 1. And race 9, number 2, Nimely. So $7 $7 the divvy today. You go to uh, you go to sports today's offers and you'll find it there and it'll be there in around about 60 seconds a time. So today's offers, under sorry, go to sports today's offers and it'll be there any tick of the clock. There's a stack of offers there uh, as well today. It's all sorts of things. How many, you know, the top two finishes in some of the feature races, etc. And just while I, just while I remember as well, a lot of people um obviously follow all our tipsters Brad included. A lot of people are very fond of Dean Lester uh, with justification. If you're looking at the Mooney Valley races on the Tab app and you'll see preview there's a little video icon there and Dean Lester gives his thoughts on each race. So um, yeah, it's just something uh, that people might want to have a look at. It is open, the Behind the Gates multi. So head to Sports, today's offers and Wooshka, it is there, $7. Or you might not like those horses and say your dream you don't get involved. It's up to you. Yeah, Entirely it's up to you. It's, uh, uh, just, can we just go back to race five? Quick question. You, you may have covered off on this horse, guys. Um, we've, we'll go on to the sprint champion shortly, but this is uh, from Tonko. Race five, number nine, Maranth. Coming back, Irish import, second favourite in the year. When do these horses find their way on Aussie tracks? And your thoughts on today? Is it a bit early for Maran uh, and a bit too short? So, uh, Brad... Uh, we won't take too long on Moran, but where does he slot in today? He's, he's big enough odds with the tab, I think. Yeah, I just wait for those types of horses to find form before I go near them. Um, a lot of them take a long time to adapt to Australian racing, the, the different speed style, and some just don't travel over as well. So um, for me, I'll, I'm happy to wait. Yeah, I'm happy to pass today. Okay, fair enough. Let's go to race number eight today at Ramwick. This is the Mowat and Shandon Spring Champion Stakes. Good addition. Well, they are racing for $2 million, aren't they? A group one, three-year-olds, 2,000 metres. What is the tab market telling you here, Hills? An excellent betting race. Uh, she's Extreme's the favourite. She has stepped into it today. $4.60 to $5. It's now $3.90. Elliptical, $4.20. Bottomed out at $3.70. Now $4.20. Williamsburg, 5 to $5.50. Prometo, $6.00. $6 to $7. Sharp and Smart, $7 to $8. Matcha Latte, not much luck last start. $12 into $10. And go to Renaissance Woman, it's $13 to $26. $31 to $26 for Manzoid. So that is a look at the trade this morning in terms of fluctuations. In terms of dollars held, yeah, it's She's Extreme. And also, yeah, it's pretty much market order. But Matcha Latte, which I mentioned, didn't have much luck last start. Uh, 
they've kept it safe, $10. Comment uh, before we uh, go to the sprint champion. Comment from Andy at Wilberforce. Hi, guys. I think some are ignoring how good Golden Mile was in the Golden Rose. Uh, so we're trying to tie in some of that three-year-old form. So the sprint champion, who do we have here? Let's get a mark from the gong, and we'll give you guys and um, our listeners a chance to... Uh, well, you can text us in. It's still 0419 Mark from the gong. I like the Philly Shears Extreme to uh, to win the Spring Champion Stakes. What's your opinion, uh, your opinion, Darren? Uh, definite chance. Uh, she's extreme. Stepping up to the two thousand metres, I suspect that she'll get it. But uh, I thought the other filly who's already proven herself at the trip was interesting as well. Uh, Bjorn Baker's filly, Renaissance Woman. Yeah, I've sort of I've got eleven and twelve marked there, and I've got the top four, five mark. This is, uh, for me, one of the most complicated races of the day. I thought Elliptical was really strong at the end in the Caulfield Guineas when he finally got in the clear, but he did seem to want to hang in a fair bit over the last of 200 metres. And initially he was going for one run and I think the way it was laying in made it difficult to take the gap, but he's strong. I, I like Prometo's run last uh, Saturday on the Craven Plate. They really threw him in the deep end there against uh, the, the hardheads over 1,800 metres, and I think he acquitted himself quite well, and he being beaten three and a quarter there. So it was good to get a, a line of Prometo, a completely different form line up against the older horses, and I thought he did enough there, so I'm going with him uh, to win what I think is a very complicated race from Elliptical... Uh, Sharp and Smart, Williamsburg, Machalata. I think they're all chances off the Warwick Farm run and then the two Philly She's Extreme Renaissance Woman. I'm not much help here. I'm tipping half the field. (laughs) (laughs) That's like how it's it's half that kind of a race, isn't it, Brad? Hang on. Yes, Hills? Yeah. Get on quickly if you want to take this multi. It's still open. Someone's uh, asked that's up for two minutes. I can tell you it is still open, but you better be quick. Um, Brad, the spring champions, uh, she's extreme was the main focal point, but uh, her and your overall view and thoughts on the spring champion. Yeah, I like this race from a betting perspective. I, I've got a, I've got a theory, and I'm working off that theory. And I love potting a few form lines and, and taking a few others, and that's what I've done here. And look, the, the, the question that that revolves around this race is simply: Does she's extreme get the two thousand? Because if she gets the two thousand, she's the best race course in this race by two lengths. Simple as that. Um, her form is just better than these, and that's why she's been back, because there is that little query for sure at 2000. She's by extreme choice. They haven't really been tested beyond a mile. He's a sprinter, of course, but her mum did win at 2,100 metres. But you go through her form. She's lapped Renaissance Woman, Renaissance woman in the in the flight stakes. She's lapped Williamsburg last preparation on a, on a heavy track at a mile at, at Ramwick in the Champagne. And she's run a, a good race in the Golden Road. And she was strong enough through the line in the fly state. So I think when you're looking at the form line, she's clearly the, the just a standout here. And it's just a case of if she runs the trip. And that is why you're getting sort of $4 and not not $253 for mine. Um, 11, uh, 2, sorry, Promito. I think he's the other one with the form line I want to be with here. He, he's got the golden rose form, big tick. And then he's gone to the, the Craven Plate, as, as Darren said. And... Everyone will look at that last little bit, and it's the same what everyone did with Golden Mile in the course of Guinea. They looked at his Golden Rose last 50 metres and said, well, he won't run a mile. But as, uh, as the, uh, the, the viewer just pointed out, or the listener, that he was terrific in the Golden Rose because he was left in front so far from home. And it was a similar run for Prometo in the Craven Plate. He was chasing that hot speed for so long that he had to feel the pinch the last 50 metres. He was terrific, and he's had that real toughen-up run now to 2,000 metres against the older horses. 
And I, I think with a with a more conservative ride, he's going to be right in the finish as well. So they're the two I want to back. The ones I want to pot, I want to pot the gloaming stakes. I just think it's not the form. I, I've always pegged Williamsburg as that sort of second tier form and, and go back to She's Extreme, you know, last preparation, beating uh, five and a half lengths behind her. I think you'll get the 2,000, but I just think he's a length or two off at the best of them. So his chance is that, that 2,000 metres tick. But I think the form, sharp and smart, fell in there. Matcha latte was so good. I just want to put that, just want to leave that form. I kind of want to take on elliptical as well. I think he, he was good in the Caulfield Guineas, but as I said, it was a, a terrible race on the clock. And, uh, you know, his mum won at 1,100 metres. I just got to be against him a little bit as well. So I think 2 and 11 are the ones I want to back. And I want to take on the others to some degree. I think they're taking up a little bit too much percentage. And I've been saying all week, she's extreme, should be favourite. She's now favourite. And um, I think she'll start a, you know, a well-back favourite. 1,300 at 390, we've just taken on she's extreme. It's funny, Darren, I... I I, I like sharp and smart in this race. I just remember what Hugh Bowman said when he hopped hopped off this horse. He said, you know, he's going to love 2,000 metres. But, uh, you know, Darren, as Brad said, it's about which form you're prepared to like mm. or not. But I'm, I'm, I'm a sharp and That's smart what, fan. They were talking Cox Plate at one stage. Well, he's spring champion than Derby, so he wants to be strong today, doesn't he? Well, he was strong at Warry Farm. He, he really out-toughed uh, Machilato there and what was a, a really good battle. But there was basically a race book covering the, the three of them as they reached the post, but he, he sort of lifted off the canvas. Yeah, it's the, it's the beauty of um, people thinking different things, that's for sure. Um, we might go to the tenth and final race of the day, then we'll, uh, we'll go we'll let Darren go and get his uh, get himself organised. But just to mark it for the last race of the day, Hurls, if you will, race ten, um, the Catanac Jewelers Handicap. All right, and I'll just say that the uh, multi is still open. Again, sports, today's offers, and it's it's up the top there, behind the gates multi, still open. All right, uh, race number 10, we uh, suggested here on the card this afternoon. Oh, no, it's not. Uh, yes, it is, race number 10. All right, it gets underway at 10 past 6. Uh, you'll earn your beers tonight, um, Darren. Uh, 3.20 Bacchanalia, 3.50 available this morning. Now, even allowing for deductions, Clemenceau came out 18 by 14, two sets to win. Battle Tom, True State, 6 by 7, 3 by 2, Murrum Par, Liberty Sun, one set to win. It's been well tried all week. 350 to 320 today. Belarus, 550 to 480. Gee, it's been a tip around town for uh, Coal Crusher since Wednesday. 850 it opened up at 6 this morning. Now 550. Titanium Power, uh, well, it's another one. $21 on Wednesday afternoon. This morning, now nine dollars, and then a drift for Samut. It's uh, seven fifty to nine dollars. But pretty interesting race here. As I said, uh, uh, Coal Crusher has been very popular right throughout the week. In fact, we've taken more money on Coal Crusher than Bacchanalia uh, since this market opened. Matt from Pennant Hills, Coal Crusher. He's my best of the day. Is anyone with me, Brad? I've got him on top. Yeah, I thought he's great first up. He just got back behind the speed without his blinkers, and I thought he battled away really well. Different setup, blinkers on again, roll to the front, give a really good kick. So, for me, I'll go with him, but gee, I found it a deep race. I thought Bacchanalia was too short here. He had every possible the other day, and still ran well, but um, for me, a bit too short in, a, in, a, in what's a pretty deep race. So, Cole Crusher for me in the last. Darren. 
Yeah, with well, the blinkers going back on, that's probably a big key with all the money that's coming in for Cole Crusher and Glenn Schofield has a marvellous record on this five-year-old. I'll go with Bacchanalia. I thought uh, if we get the rain, if we get any type of rain during the meeting, that would really enhance his prospects there. With Blake Shin aboard, so Bacchanalia for me in the last. Very good. Okay. Uh, Darren, we might let you get yourself organised before you do. Can you give us your best value and quality numbers for Spring Champion Day, please? Right, so uh, the best bet's Noble Seal. Um, so nobody's inquired about the two-year-old race today, which I found intriguing. No. Um, what, what, I, what, what have you? What, what have the trialers well, have grabbed your eye there? Uh, one in particular, Dipsy Doodle. You and Duff. What a oh, he's on it as well. Oh, good. Uh, what a good name for a horse, Dipsy Doodle. <laughs> Her times are good. I like the style. So I think at the five fifty, she's my pick there. In the in the two-year-old James the James Cummings came on and said she's just a bit of a natural, so she's here anyway. Um, the other one, the money's been for Barber. He went uh, he went quite nicely as well, but there was a, a fair difference between the times, and it was very much in favour of Dipsy Doodle on the clock over over Barber. Now the uh, the, the quaddy race seven, one golden mile and ten a lot more lava. Race eight. I'm taking all of them here. One, Elliptical. Two, Prometo. Three, Sharp and Smart. Four, Williamsburg. Five, Machilate. Eleven, She's Extreme. And twelve, Renaissance Woman. In the ninth race, one, Forbidden Love. And two, Nimalee. Might leave it at that. And in the last, going with five, Bacchanalia. Or four, Cold Crusher. Five, Bacchanalia. Along with ten, Samut. And fourteen, Belarus, 4, 5, 10 and 14 for me on the last. Nice work, Darren. Good and my roughie will be, um, was it Palmito at about $14? Very good. Good man. See you during the week. Good calling. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Good on you. Darren Flindell, he'll be on Sky Thoroughbred Central, Sky Sports Radio all afternoon. Um, Brad, if you, can, if you can give us your best and value and also a, a request here for your top four horses in the quaddy legs. So they, you mightn't have them all in the quaddy, but just uh, top four horses in the quaddy legs for you, if you will, Brad. Uh, yep, bear with me. I'll, I'll do that race six, two, and nine to the two for me today. Cote, the best and the value race nine. Number two, Nima Lee. In terms of the top four in the quaddy legs, just let me go through my form guide here and I'll get them for you. Um Hang on. Race uh, one, four, five, and three in the race number seven. Two, eleven, four, and one in race number eight. Two, three, seven, and ten in race number nine. And four, five, ten, and three in the last. Before you go, um, there have been uh, a couple of, uh, more than a couple of questions about the Cox Plate. And, of course, Brad, you've done the form for Melbourne today. We'll, we'll get a best for Melbourne on a track that appears to be deteriorating every minute, but... Uh, yeah, three questions or comments there surrounding Animo. Uh, one is, you know, he, he will just in. <laughs> I think bolt in, we can say. Uh, what are you tipping in the Cox Plate? Give us your thoughts on Animo and your best for Mooney Valley. Yeah, well, I made him the best because I, I really struggled with the meeting. I don't know what's going to happen with the, the track pattern and how it's going to play. And I think it is really a day to kind of sit back and have a look and, and, and play on the run a bit um, because... You know, you might be looking for wider gates later on in the day. You might be looking, you know, I just don't know. I think it's going to get wider, but um, I'm, I'm on a bit, I'm a bit uh, gun shy because of all those reasons. But Animo, for me, I made him the best of the day there just simply because he's bulletproof. He, 
handles all ground. He maps well. He didn't handle the turn at Caulfield. He still beat them. Um, he's got all them covered. I'm, I'm convinced of that out of the Caulfield stakes. It's just what do you do with this El Bodegon or um, even Gold Trip with that different form if it gets really wet? So they're right there, but I, I think he'll get the job done. He's, he's just going beautifully, this preparation. And and even though the price is, is pretty skinny, I, I think he's um, I think he's clearly the one to beat. So Cox Bay for me, um, he's on top. I think Gold Trip might be the one to run a race if we get into proper heavy and becomes a real uh, staying test at the 2000, and that's going to suit him back from 2,400. But for me, Animo, in the Cox plate. Tend to agree, tend to agree. Um, who's there? Uh, Michelle from Dubbo. Guys, my money is on Sydney Race 8, number 12, and that would be Renaissance Woman. Good on you, Michelle. Good luck there. Thank you, Brad. Um, you'll be keeping uh, Mardo company, I would say, all day. Gator with you guys. I... I think, I suspect, but, um, yeah, enjoy your day. A busy day it'll be on Sky Racing 1. Yeah, can't wait for it. Join us, I think, 1pm this afternoon. Gator, Mato and myself, it'll be a great uh, afternoon. Tune in and um, good luck to all the punters today. Thanks, Richard. Good on you. Good man, Brad Davidson, Darren Flindell. You get you get your chance to fire in some questions to the guys there uh, with our Behind the Gates multi. And uh, as we hit bang on 11 o'clock... We sold out. We've sold out. Now I'll tell you what I might have to do next week. It was open for long. It was. It was yeah, open we got, last uh, week. Yeah, fifteen minutes. I, I, I might even have to film some sort of tutorial because uh, people seem to argue that. Oh, I'd love to be, watch that. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be filming it. Uh, since people seem to be arguing the toss with me every week, but anyway, a stack of people got on, so they found it under Sports Today's offers, and it was the first one there featuring racing because generally on Saturday racing's first there. If it was Sunday, it'd be you know the footy or something. And um, and look, appreciate the listeners and good luck to all who who do get on. But what, haven't you said in the past there are you know, around eight hundred to a thousand individual bets that people have a play on this? So we we, we appreciate the listenership yeah, and those who get involved. Hundred percent. We would have written over a thousand bets there this morning, and that's generally the case every week. And good so. luck to good luck to them all. Um, uh, you watch you watch Golden Mile on fifth anyway. <laughs> Indeed. You just, but you just don't know. And look, the Pundas panel, good luck if you're on the Pundas panel multi as well today. If you had yeah, well, a play Dicko's back yesterday. G- Dicko's given us a bit of leeway uh, now. We're allowed to take, if the, Dave Stanley, for example, takes race four, number one, we're actually allowed to have a selection in that race as long as it's not the same horse. So, well done, okay. Dicko. All right, let's get through a few things. Uh, first races, uh, races one and two, Ranwick, Moody Valley and Doombin. All th- six races there in total. If your horse loses, you get a bonus bet back up to $50. As simple as that. Ranwick, Moody Valley and Doombin today. Races three to six, run second or third. You get a bonus bet back up to $50. There's a stack of specials available there. Again, under sports and today's offers. You mentioned Golden Mile, Ice Bath, both to run top two, $4. Uh, Zaki and Animo both to run top three in the Cox Plate at $3. There is a plethora of them there. As far as Jockey's Challenge is concerned this afternoon, We've got Blake Shin back, $1.50. $4.40, Huey Bowman, $10, Karen McAvoy. Uh, we then go to any other jockey option at $14. Uh, Jason Collett, $19. $26, Rachel Williams, Brent Avdullah, and Willie Pike at $31. And finally, uh, the annual boys weekend. Uh, <laughs> Motley crew down there at Jeringong. Uh, today, I believe they're already enjoying the coverage and uh, a few schooners. So Shane and the boys uh, have a good day today. 
Good on you, Shane. Might bump into one Lindsay Murphy down that way yeah. if you play. Or you might be at Campbell Grange today. I, mm. I don't know. Thank you, Hills. All right. Have a great day, punters, and good luck. Just uh, before we go to a break here on uh, Saturday HQ, um, or before we sort of check in with Paul and Brazoli, uh, they're down to a heavy eight uh, there at, um, at Mooney Valley. There's quite an important late scratching come through just a little while ago. Race four, number 12, Greece. Um, I think that's the William Crockett. Uh, gee, Willinga, uh, Willinga Beast will be about a dollar seventy now, won't she? So, yeah, Greece comes out a little while ago. Race four, number twelve, the Valley. She's qu- uh, one of the more important late scratchings as uh, the track um, is well and truly downgraded. I've just had a text there. Any Paul Ambrosoli today? I think there is. Paul's with us. G'day, Paul. Kevin, thank you very much for that text. I was starting to worry myself actually. <laughs> You're never in doubt. I'm not, not allowed to say that, but I was starting <laughs> to worry here. <laughs> good morning to good our morning, person, Paul. and good morning to you, Richard. Good morning, everybody, on this beautiful day. Beautiful day, but boy, is it, is it, is it raining now in Melbourne? Uh, it's been, it's been, it's I been raining most of the morning. Night. I came in last night, late last night, and I was watching Geelong and um, Richmond, and then I you know, caught the, the, the manicado was put, being put off, and I thought, it struck me, Ryan, what's going on here? And then I looked at the weather, and it was terrible. Mm. Absolutely dreadful. So, they, yeah, they've really got a day down there to, to sort things out. Well, they had this uh, electrical storm last night curtailed the program, unfortunately, and yeah, we'll yeah. see the manicado was the last of the day. But as, as I just look at the radar now, Paul, for Melbourne, and... It looks, it looks like it may have just, what did that, a, a decent sort of front came through and it looks like it's moving on, but I've, I've just had a text from someone who's in Melbourne at the moment and he's listening to the show and never misses the show. He's, he just said yes. So I'm, I'm assuming that's referring to, is it still raining? The yes, answer is well, yes. Well, thank you very much. Thanks, I, Tom. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Good on you, Tom. Good, good stuff. <laughs> but uh, no, but I do agree with what Simon Harrison said to me this morning. 100%. And Simon Harrison got the answer when I ran past him with my quiz thing this morning. And uh, he's a pest. He gets, he gets it every time. Um, but he came over, he said, the Manicado's back where it should be. It should be where it belongs on the Saturday program. And I could not agree more wholeheartedly than with that statement uh, that it should be on the Saturday to make up that the Cox Plate day and everything else. It's great. Anyways, be that as it may. At this time of the morning... As our te- text man was worried, we do give you the chance of winning a twin pack of Windy Peak wine. And uh, you can win a Windy Peak uh, you know, Chardonnay or a Shiraz. There's three whites and three reds. So there's something for everybody in the Windy Peak range. And, of course, it's like our betting. We like a bit of value for our money, and you'll dead said get the best value you'll ever find with a bottle of Windy Peak. So remember that along the way. Okay, so I got to the stage of the well. You know, here's today. Today always takes me back. Richard, it takes me back to a day many, many years ago when I was in my broadcasting box at Dapto and one of Australia's biggest uh, greyhound stud masters was in my box and we were having a conversation. It was rather an intense conversation. And he turned around and he said to me, remember, Paul, you're always judged by your worst, never your best. Right? And it was, you know, it had nothing basically to do with me, but it was just, we were just in a hard conversation. He said, remember, you're always judged by your worst, never your best. So that brings me to today's question, all right? 
135353 is the phone number. Be first through with the right answer. As I said, I ran this past Simon this morning. He got it straight away. I said, you're a freak. Uh, <laughs> and this is what I said to I said, tell me, when did he say can't win? First person through on 135353 in a hopeless position, to be fair. Yeah, well, he, 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 it, was just, it was just the obvious. He just said, in Kingston Town can't win. He didn't say it, can't win. It's a million to one, whatever it might be, and all that uh, flamboyant stuff. He just said, it can't win. So when Kingston Town's got out and he's going to win, it made it ever so much easier when he said it, well, he might be able to win, and that made it even better, the whole race even better. Yeah, it was amazing. I've been say, he was an incredible horse. He was an incredible... Like Ron Quinton the year before, I mean... <laughs> Poor old Ron's trying to get in and out of uh, in and out of horses, and you know if you were going to say can't win, you know you were entitled to say it then. And then Ron's you know ridden one of his masterful races again on a masterful horse and got through and proved what champion he was. Uh, and, then, and is that kind of a race though? It's that kind, eh? of, it's that kind of a race the Cox played it. So um... oh yeah, well, like Malcolm Johnson rode a perfect Melbourne Cup and got beat. <laughs> you mm. you ride a tough Cox plate on a on a track like uh, Mooney Valley and you get out and you win. Uh, the, the, the joys of racing and the, you know, the finicky moments of racing. Anyway, that was the answer, 1982. We will be sending, Christine, we'll be sending to you two bottles of Windy Peak wine. Sit back, 
relax and enjoy it and back plenty of winners. Thank you very much, Richard. Good morning, all. Good on you, Paul. Thank you, Paul and Rizzoli. Uh, thanks to all who rang in and well done to Christine from Blacktown. There's some vino coming your way, courtesy of the Bordley. Let's look towards racing in Adelaide today. Morpherville is the venue and we're on a good four, weather fine, a good four. Um, Peter Ellis has done the form, and as as always on a Saturday this time, he's with us on the line. G'day, Pete. Yeah, hello, Richard. Yeah, no, it's a good meeting. It's the, the, of course, the big news is good for They've irrigated yesterday, so zero rain for the week. Uh, it's a shame it's all like that at Randwick and, uh, mm. and um, Mooney Valley, but that's just the way it is these days, I suppose. It's a shocker, but, uh, yeah, it's what we have to deal with, and um, not not to compare, but... Melbourne, Melbourne is seeing today what well, we've we've had too much of in um, in the last little while. Anyway, it's so, so like the weather clears for Cox Plate Day, and uh, likewise in Sydney. But let's, let's dive into a ten race program here at Morphville as a whole. Uh, Peter, do you do you like the program? Are you can yeah. enough. I know I do, Richard. If I uh, there's ten races, I'll be pretty disappointed if I can't find four winners. So yeah. I work on forty percent at this stage, and a little bit of value amongst them. Let's go to the first race, three-year-old, set weight maiden, uh, race one, and we're going over the 1,050 metres here. Number three, Cold Case, is there at 3.20 and the favourite. Captain Julian is a first starter here, an inference uh, gelding, and is at $3.50 as uh, a faster uh, for the Richards Moyle Yard at 4.40. And Wally West is a $6 chance. But at the moment, Cole Case, I suppose, have seen uh, at the races this uh, star witness gelding a 320 favourite for race one. It's a tough race. Um, the three of the chances all come through that declared maiden win uh, a couple of weeks ago, including Zufasa, who was a 20 to 1 pop, and that battle on well went second. Did run second on debut there at uh, Morphville and just got run down low. It's only been lightly raced. So I'll go with him. I'll go Cole Case to Danger. We're right in the market when third to declared and did, did box two and had every conceivable chance. Captain Julian's been well backed on the strength of a couple of uh, nice barrier trails. And Wally West uh, was um, just probably needed the run first up. Did show promise last prep and the dry track will certainly suit. So I was eight, three, two and seven in a tough race. Race two, the Pims maiden plate. Uh, maiden set weights, uh, three-year-olds upwards, 1,200 metres. Fortis Inamis uh, for the Hickmott Stable is a first starter here, an impending gelding uh, on debut by the looks. Barrier one for the first start and is at $4 in the favourite. Second to none, tab number 14 at 4.20. Imperial Seal is a $5 chance resuming today and Astromansa is at $5. Open market, the debutante at the moment, number nine, Fortis Inamis is a $4 favourite. Yes, the query. I'm with second to none. was a huge effort at Balaclava on debut. There was over 1,050 just Got out the back power at home, so you'd imagine 1,200 Morpherville would be perfect. Fortis uh, Armis, um, had four barrier trials, they've all been okay, so they went that stable, put their money on, they're normally close to the mark. Astromancer, I think it's also suited to the 1,200, it was uh, good off that short break and the race declared, one went fourth, and classic uh, Holly's had two runs off a, a long break and the dry track will certainly help, it's a value in the race. Um, 14, 9, 13, 8. Race three we go to now, uh, a benchmark 72 over the 2,000 metres. Number six, Dixie Whistler is there at 460. Melody Man, tab number four at $5. $5 is about number five, Oath of a Murder. And Busker's Ballad, a $6 chance. And look, the hopes mod on in there, uh, paid for race three, is about six to one the field. 
Yeah, it's a tough race, Richard. I, I want to tip Melody Man, but he's just too inconsistent. So I'm with Dixie Whistler. The negative, it's back in trip, but certainly he's had a great campaign. Three wins, three seconds in its uh, past eight runs. So I'll go with uh, with her. To beat Melody Man, wasn't a bad run the other day behind Silent Command, who uh, dominated the race. That was a tougher race than this. Oath of a Murder, just bound the 1500 too sharp on resuming. He's a handy stayer. And El Gladiators um, showed pace at the valley in a better race than this, went fifth. Uh, X Kiwi said be improved by that. They probably went inside of the Gato Adelaide looking for a, an easier race, which they found. So um, six, four, five, and one. Race four is a benchmark 60 over the mile. Number two, Wicked Addiction. 370 favourite fixed just from number one, Exalted Fire, 380. Um, Bulkunda King, number four at $4.60. $6 about number five, Charm Slinger. The, the, the tape market uh, all over the shop here for race four. Yeah, pretty keen on Charm Slinger. So three runs from a break has been getting back and powering home the most recent over 15 and out to the mile there, so he's ready to win. I don't think he missed a place at that price, $6. Exalted Fire is going really well for the new stable. Last day, winner beat Turfitt, who's in good form, was unlucky last run. Wicked Addiction just found the class too strong at uh, Morphville last up. Good third behind Yuri Royal Pryor. And Bull Cunder King run fourth in the Guineas at a huge price, the Port Guineas, 150 to 1. Set a couple of runs back from a break, picked up late crown last run, so it's almost uh, ready to win. Five. One, two, and four. Race five is a benchmark, 86 over the 1,200 metres. Number three, I am Ben A, comes back here as a $3 fixed favourite. Number eight, Rushaway Lad at 360. Manhattan Times, number one at 550. And six, Typhoon Harmony is also in single figures at $6.50. But I am Ben A, your favourite at the moment for race five. Yeah, obviously she can replicate that run in Caulfield. She's certainly the one to beat. But I like Manhattan Times. Uh, in group form last prep. Um, it's had two runs back. It was good first up behind the Victoria Melbourne Storm. And it just didn't seem happy on that soft ground the other day. So the dry track will, will suit. Um, I've tipped him his last two, so I'm sticking. Uh, Manhattan Times. I am Ben A, the one that, uh, that's favourite. Probably just didn't get the trip in the group two last start at Flemington. Typhoon Harmony's got hit form this time last year in uh, in Melbourne, um, including a really unlucky run on uh, Flemington and Oaks Day. First up, expected to run well. And Rush Away Land was a nice win first uh, first run from a break. Uh, untried at 1,200, I suppose. That's the query with, with him. But did like the one to be three, six and eight. Race six at Morpherville is a benchmark 64 over the 1,500 metres and pretty clear favourite here, Pete. Number eight, Stadium of Light, $2.30 fixed, looking for back-to-back wins. Yeah, it looks a promising time. Only likely race had the four runs, three in maidens. Probably should have won two of them. Then he broke through there in a benchmark 60 and did it easily over the 14 to the extra triple plus. I got two for the danger. He looks a Quinella horse if you want to save. He's in career best form. He was unlucky behind Exalted Pyre uh, a couple of weeks ago. Seville has been running on in sprints, so the 1500 may suit. And Casio at odds. He beat a handy field there in a benchmark 70 at, uh, at Geelong. We're just wide on that bog track at, at Hamilton last. I just disregard that, but pretty keen on the eight to beat uh, one. I Sorry, 8, 11, 6 and 1. Uh, race 7, first leg of the quaddy here. The Grand Syndicate's handicap. Um, no Metro win the last year. 1,800 metres. Number 4, 6 foot song. 260 favourite. Pitchrain, uh, number 5 at 310. And they come away from Calamon and Quebecois uh, at $6. But 6 foot song, a 260 favourite for race 7. Yeah, I'm with the five. He said the three runs back my break. He 
change zone from last behind the Odeon, who won again last week, and then last up was back and wide, so he just peaked on the run there, so you can imagine out to the 18's ideal. Pitrain, a strong winner there at, uh, at the bridge when uh, winning it to the 1800. Calamon's very honest, uh, been racing at the Provincials. And Takumi, um, it's the value runner in the race, uh, the Warnable trained uh, seven-year-old's been placed, was placed in the Hamilton Cup last run, been placed in the Collar Cup, and was third at Plymouth earlier in the year, so zero Metro in the last year is ideal for him. So I'm four, five, one and three. Race eight at Morpherville, benchmark 64,050 metres. And again, a pretty clear favourite here. Number 10, Rich Gina, is there as a $2.50 fixed favourite. $5, about number three, Smoke and Val, and 13, The Gov. Yeah, I think it's a good bit each way, Smoke and Val. It was really it was competitive, been competitive in group races and stakes races throughout its career. It was really good first up behind Rush Away and Adelaide and Howl. It's, uh, uh, that was a 72, so it looks pretty well placed here. Blue Rose, talented. Uh, it's first up, race is well fresh. They just keep on the line, the betting with her. Rich Gina certainly improved this prep, was good first up, and then went to Morphville last. I did find the fast lane when winning, beating the Gub, who charged home in the same lane when second. So they're good chances, but I thought it was a good bit each way. The three to beat seven, ten, and thirteen. Race nine, open little market here for a benchmark 68, 1200 metres, seven cool magnum, 420. Uh, Saskatoon resumes here for the Jollies at 550. Outpost 550 per cargo at $7. But a 4.20 favourite open market, Cool Magnum for race nine. Yeah, I like our post. He's had no luck this prep. He was very good first up and wide and then run into a traffic jam second up and then last up, probably in the worst part of the track uh, in the race, struck by one. Um, cool Magnum. I've been run down his past two. They were 1,400, so back to the 12 probably suits. Saskatoon's won two of his four starts and resumes here his trial well. Uh, he run third in the trial of Diamond, run second, and Diamond's come out and uh, won a decent sprint last week. And uh, next dimension, uh, was close fourth in the way for age race beyond Dallasan, so uh, he obviously sits up pretty well here. 14, 7, 9 and 3. And 10th and last Melbourne Cup day at Morpherville, just around the corner, a benchmark 60 over the 1,200 metres, where number one, Kong. She's consistent, trying to break through, 320 favourite. Um, Bamyan Buddha, going for back-to-back wins, is at 380. And they come away from Kamachi at $7, ultimate victory at $9 in the last. He probably gets his chance, Kong. He's, as you mentioned, been consistent. Just got too far back behind Magic Fan, who won again easily yesterday. And I think the stronger rider is a plus. Ultimate victories, uh, right at the top of his game. He was unlucky uh, at Balaclava and then uh, didn't have a lot of luck either behind Mr. Marathon Man, who's been in good form in the park last start. Comanches, but he's run down late. Had a second run from a break there in the park. to be fitter for that. And um, Banyan Buddha was a good winner. First up there at uh, Morphville. So I was 1, 5, 6 and 3. Best of the day in Adelaide, please, Peter. I like to, Richard. I thought Stadium of Light a win race 6, number 8. And uh, we might go race 8, number 3, Smoke and Bell. Who to be in the Cox Plate? Oh, I think Adamo... Um the, the heavy's always a concern for any horse, but he's sort of he's had the perfect prep. He gets the right run. He can race handy. He can have to be midfield if he has to be. Um, he's got a terrific record with Jay Mack. I think I checked him. Ten starts. He's ridden him in seven wins, two seconds and a third. So I can't go past him. He's shortened up, but I can't go past him. What's your choice? I am with you. I can't go past him. Just gets well, a, just, just gets a good run. Uh, he's the peak of his powers, Pete. To be fair, I mean. You know, and, he's and probably should have won last year, and the horse of beating went to one group ones in what yeah. Ireland and France. So uh, 
Um, hey, look, anything, can, anything can happen, and we'll see how that track, uh, if it does deteriorate during the day or what happens, but he's he's just a proper horse at the top of his game, isn't he? Yeah, and if the inside's off, he can come wide. Whereas yeah. Zaki, if the inside's off, it's a disadvantage because he tends to lay in. So, And then you've got the import. Whether um, uh, whether he can win first up uh, over the you know he has to race for a couple of months, so that's a negative with him. So yeah, I'm with well, without a moment. I hope he wins. He deserves to win. So. Any look at the spring champion in Sydney? Have you got got that far? I, I haven't actually, um, um, but I'm I'm hoping something comes out of there and runs in the Victoria Derby next week. So yeah. that's where the Derby winner might be. So All right. I like him, the spring champion. Uh, I I like sharp and smart. I, I know you know the you know, gloaming form. Maybe a little question mark. I just thought Sharp and Smart was good the other day. Anyway. Yeah, he was. I don't have I don't, the video. He was, yeah. So. I just, uh, just one of the, I, I see why they like Elliptical. I see why people like Prometo. No problem. I can see why She's Extreme's popular. But anyway, just, <laughs> it well, just so depends where you want to go. Uh, which, that's the, even though there's strong races in Sydney and Melbourne, they're, uh, they're both competitive and one sort of attracts to the other, doesn't it, these yeah, days? So. 100%. All right, good on you, Pete. We'll speak next yeah. Saturday. Yeah, thanks, Richard. Peter Ellis uh, there with the Melbourne form. Brief break on the other side. It is Trading Places with Tim Ryan. KO Sports interrupt your ads to bring you T20 World Cup action. Water says have some of it. Catch Australia versus New Zealand at break free and play tonight on KO Sports. Now back to your ads. Revel in sky-high celebrations at Western Sydney's biggest spring party, Golden Eagle Day. Feel the beat of world-class racing with $10 million to be won in Australia's second richest turf race. Plus the final leg of the Sydney Sprint Series for $3 million Nature Strip Stakes. Then wrap up with an epic performance by Rudimental. This is Sydney's Golden Playground. Golden Eagle Day, where stories are made. Saturday, October 29, Rose Hill Gardens. Book now at theracers.com.au. On Racing HQ, Trading Places with TAP Senior Trader Tim Ryan. 25 minutes past 11. We're a bit over an hour away from the Drinkwise Kirkham Plate at Randwick. I don't know where the morning goes, but um, it's been a busy enough morning here. I'm tipping it's been a busy, busy enough morning in the offices of the TAB. Tim Ryan can fill us in. Good morning, mate. Yes, good morning, Richard. Yeah, busy morning. Um, last night, earlier this morning, there's been a lot going on. So <laughs> struggling a little bit in the sleep department, but we'll get there. Um, and excited for Spring Champion Day at Randwick today. Okay. Um, we get going on a soft six. Um, what's your overall, overall feel on how things might play out today track-wise? Yeah, I think it should be absolutely perfect. I think the rail position's perfect. We go to that four-metre position. We were at True on Everest Day. The inside was just off, just just a fraction. It wasn't wasn't massive, but the better ground was just pretty much where the rail is now. So um, four metres, a little bit further out would be fine. I guess you probably don't want to be getting too far out off the track, but look, I think we'll see a really fair track today. Uh, every horse should get their chance. Soft six, so somewhere in the middle. Hopefully don't get any rain later on because um, we've seen rain. We kind of, it does fall apart a little bit if we do get rain on the day, but... 
look, we'll start off with um, a track that I think is going to be great and every horse should get their chance. Yeah, a few changes of tactics coming through. We'll go through them as we go through these markets. The drink-wise Kirkham Plate for the babies. Um, the yard watch crucial. Two-year-olds here over a 1,000 metres. Barber is now a clear favourite here, Tim. Number one, Barber at 4.20. Coincide at $5. Dipsy Doodle, 5.50. Infatuation, $5. And had to get along raises. I know Kintyre has a few fans out there as well at $14. But uh, what are you thinking here with the two-year-olds? Yeah, well, before I kick off, I'll just uh, reconfirm the um, the tab promotion is definitely still on today. So races one or two, your free hit races. If your horse doesn't win, you get a bonus bet back up to $50. And we've also got um, races three, four, five, six. If you run second or third, uh, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. So what better race to have as, as a free hit race because I have no idea. Um up six dollars the field on Wednesday. It was a scratching uh, with Mexico, a few deductions. But uh, look, I had Barbara as the equal favourite when I opened up, and I see he's likable. He's got the man of the moment, Blake Shin. He's absolutely flying. He's got Barrier One. I like the fact it's had two trials, and then I had just that little quiet tick over trial on it was either Monday or Tuesday at Warwick Farm. So look, the money suggests it's the right horse. Uh, it's our worst way by a long, long way. So I'll trust the money. I don't really want to go crazy lane any of these because I've, I've really got no idea and good luck to those punters um, it's a great free hit race so if you do like something go for your life let's go to race number two um and if it gets any easier here with the Tab Highway, Class 3 at the 1800 metres. And for the highway, $3.90, number three, Jalmari. Cl- pretty clear favourite, three ninety fixed. It's a very open tote. Socrates looking for three wins in a row is at five fifty. King of Spades there at $5.50. Smooth Esprit, $8.00. And punders always like horses here at bigger odds. What are we thinking with the highway? Yeah, I'm thinking it's a little bit more clear cut today, I think. Once you get to these highways, they're 1,600 metres, 1,800 metres. They're a little bit thinner. uh, They're a little bit weaker. Um, And I think we made a big blue on Wednesday, putting up $9 about Jal Murray. I thought it was awesome the other day in that race at Randwick. It was a heavily biased track. You had to be leading or on the fence, and Jal Murray was back off the fence. Um, It did cut back to the inside, which kind of aided its run on, but I still thought it was absolutely enormous. Barrier three today, you can sit closer. We're now into three dollars ninety. To be honest, I think it may even start shorter. So I'll be doing my best to turn around the damage that we did early in the week. I'm happy to lay Socrates. Um, I don't normally like laying leaders, but it just got had every chance doing it the other day. Five fifty, I think it started longer. King of Spades, that third fancy, it had every chance. So happy to lay it as well. Smoothest Bree, can see some hope, but yeah, Jamari, I think it's got a class edge in the highway. Going to race number three at Ramwick today. It's our midway, benchmark 72, 1,200 metres. A $4 favourite is tab number 18, Tri-State. Yeah, uh, this horse fits a profile that I really, really like. Horses that race in Saturday class, dropping back to a midway, especially those horses that race up on the speed because they go back in class and they just get things a little bit easier and they have a little bit more at the finish. 64 kilos, let's not worry about that. The maybe tiny, tiny concern is the twelve hundred, but like I, said, I think it's I think it's just better than these tri states. So, not a favour that I really want to lay four dollars. I think it may even start shorter. Second pick, Eyewitness. I'm keen to lay. Thought it was completely flattered, winning at Canterbury on a latest track. Third pick, either or. I give a chance to it. Raced outside the lead uh, in a midway last time out and stuck on a right. So I give you the hope. Nine dollars, probably a touch over the odds. And 
ten dollars are better than the rest. A lot of them are back markers. A lot of them keen to take on. Okay, so taking on eyewitness, um, but tri-state, you're keeping close enough, uh, keeping safe yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah, I'll play my keep my cards pretty close to the chest with there at tri-state. I don't really want to wait. Okay, race number four is a benchmark seventy-eight over the mile. The E Group Protective Services top of the market here is Mahagoni at three eighty. Uh, number six, Willinga Rufio, 420. Naval Seal's been popular with uh, a few tips this morning at 550 and commanding a $6 chance for race four. Yeah, he's a fave. I'm very keen to take on in Mahagoni. Now to 380. I don't think it starts fave. I think it starts with a four in front of it, maybe even closer to a five. Um, I just think it's a, it's a back marker um, and it's up in grade here. Um, and it's got a lot of negatives. I know it's got Blake Shin on it. That's probably the only positive. Uh, Willinga Refio, I think, should be favourite. Um, 420, I think it probably starts shorter. It was tortured sitting outside the lead in a midway race the other day. I think it's a lot, lot better than that. Go on its previous run, and it'd be a short price favourite here. So barrier three, straight at the front, Tyler Schiller claim. Really like Willinga Refio. Naval Seal, the third pick, I'm a little bit against. Um, just being first up, thought maybe it might need to run, but. There is enough money for it and it does get an okay run in barrier two. So, yeah, I want to be against, but the, the, the money's suggesting. Otherwise, commanding barrier 10, it's going to get a long way back, so can you be against it as well? Takes us on to race five at Ramwick today. The Vale, Beryl, White, Falonte handicap, an open handicap over the mile. So before, never seen a mile win at Ramwick like Falonte's Epsom win all those years ago. Unbelievable horse he was. Daimil, 380 favourite. Number eight, War Eternal, right there at $4. Now Purple Sector, $6. Big Boy Roy and Yee Yee at $6.50. Darren Flindell talking up the chances of Palmetto here, but Daimil, a 380 favourite. Yeah, talking about Palmetto, there's been a good sprinkling of money for this horse. Uh, bet $26 early in the week, now 14 and To tell the truth, I think it probably starts shorter if you do like it. Um, I'd probably take that $14 because I think it's a good chance. Um, Diamil is a favour I have to be hard against. I don't think it'll start save. 380, I've got it much, much longer. I think it's done zero in two runs back from the spell. Very keen delay. I think War Eternal should be favourite. Uh, it's now a $4 chance. I think it Probably starts with a three in front of its name. 52 kilos, Rachel King, Barrier 2. It's going to get a perfect run, and it comes out of the right form line. It raced in the Epsom last start, Group 1, back to this. It raced in the worst part of the track, too, in that Epsom. So pretty keen on War Eternal. Uh, Purple Sector, third pick. I don't want to pot it because it'll probably leave, and it's got Blake Shin on. The two Waller horses, Big Boy Roy and Yee Yee. Both seem a little bit out of form, so against them as well. Race six, Tim, we go to now one of our features, the first of the features, the Grand Shaker, Brian Crowley, three-year-olds, listed 1,200 metres, number two, Cote, a 250 fixed favourite, 290 on the tote. Yeah, a little bit against Cote. Um, I don't really like laying leaders, uh, but I think he probably has a little bit more company up front. Barrier seven, I think maybe a couple kick up in front of him, and I just think 250 is a little bit too short. Stepping up from midway grade, up to what this, well, it's a listed race, but it's a it's a pretty weak old listed race. But um, two fifty, I think, is too short. I think he starts close to three dollars. So small against him. I'm hard against the second pick, Insurrection. Four forty, I think, massive unders. I thought it won a weak race, leading all the way at Warwick Farm. Um, so against it, I think the firmer has to be Dashing Legend, number seven. It's currently five fifty. I think it starts shorter. It comes out of the best form line. To this, that was 1,400 led up there. Back to 1,200, it should get a good sit in behind, dashing legend. And I think it can run a really good race here. 
race seven now. First leg of the quaddy, the tab calendar Presnell. He was a dollar eighty a while ago. He's now a dollar ninety fixed. Number one, Golden Mile. Communist four eighty. Flag of Honor seven fifty. A lot more love. Eight fifty. Golden Mile, Tim. Play of the day. Really? Play of the day. Yeah. Fair Nickham. Very keen to take on Golden Mile. Look, it was awesome in the Golden Rose, set up outside the lead. It was really well set up to go to Melbourne. Um, it got an absolute J-Max special down there. They all finished in a bunch. He didn't want it any further. I think the Coswell Guineas form is garbage. Um, and this race is an afterthought. Showing the fact he's drawn barrier 10, he either goes forward with a bit of pace on and has to work too much or he goes all the way back to last. Jeez, I'm very hard against it. I think it's got to start black odds. Um, and I'll be pushing all the way. ninety, best price anywhere in the market there. Best that I can see elsewhere is eighty-five. So if you do like him, tab.com.au is the place to bet. We'll be pushing hard against him all day. Communist and Flag of Honor both come out of the Dulcify. I think that race sets up well for this. 1,600 metres at Randwick. Four 1,600 metres at Randwick. Maybe I think that they probably should be a little bit closer together, though. Flag of Honor started shorter in that um, Dulcify and gets blinkers on here. You can get a nice run with Jason Collett. And I do have plenty of respect for a lot more love. Won a pretty weak old Reginald Allen last week, but I like the seven-day backup, and I like the, the barrier three. Brett and Abdullah should get a good run. So, gold mile. Okay, race eight, spring champion stakes, three-year-olds, group one, 2,000 metres, number 11, she's extreme, 390 favourite, one elliptical, 420, Williamsburg, $6, Prometo, $7, Sharp and Smart, $7.50, Matcha Latte, if you like him, at $10, then Renaissance Woman, she's extreme, the Philly now favourite, Tim. Yeah, deserved favourite, and I think she even starts shorter than 390. Um Phillies have just been better than the Colts all season long. Uh, we saw it in the autumn. We've seen it in the spring. How about that flight stakes form? Um, she's run second there. We saw Madame Pomery get beat 100 yards. It went to Melbourne and won the won the, the uh, 1,000 guineas. We saw Renaissance Woman got beat 100 yards. It went to Melbourne and won the 2,000-metre ethereal last week. So she's extreme. She was very good there, running second. Today, Barry 10... There's not a lot of pace here. Glenn Schofield surely just goes straight to the front. She's going to have to be good to run her down. I, I think um, she's probably a good, she, she's definitely a good better at 390. She's got to start shorter. I potted the Crawford Guineas form with Golden Mile. I have to do the same with Elliptical. Like I said, they finished in a bunch. I don't think it's strong form. I will concede a little bit with Elliptical. It's strong barrier one, so it can get a good run here. So maybe the good run can get it home, but I just don't like that form. And we have to be against the gloaming form two. Um, just for the fact that it was 1,600 metres run at Warwick Farm, you know, Machilade was a big, big run there and it stuck on well. And Yeah, they just finished in a bunch, those three. So slightly against that form, probably more against the Corfield Guineas form, but slightly against that form too. And Primito's probably a horse I'll keep safe too. It comes out of that Craven Plate, was run at a, at a smashing tempo up front. It stuck on well against the older horses. So, but... I mean, it's a little bit back in grade here, so I'll keep Primito safe. It could be the one with a different form. Let's go to uh, race number nine, the invitation. Gee, tough market here. Equal $5 favourites, three ice bath, 10 espiona, $5 each of two at the moment. One Forbidden Love, $6. Nimalee, six fifty. Then out to She's the Belter at $11 for the invitation, Tim. Yeah, um, $5 a field and a couple of my favourite mares at the top here, ice bath and espiona. 
betting $5 about each of them. Look, they get back horses. They always seem to find hard luck stories. Punters love them. I love laying them. So it'll be no different today. Uh, very keen to let the punters on. But look, it's a wide open field. So I suppose anything goes. Forbidden Love, in my opinion, probably should be favourite. Um, I like the seven-day backup. I like the barrier two. Blake Shin, I think she has the class edge. I can see she probably wanted it a little bit wetter, but soft six, that's all right for her. She'll get a great run. And Nimalee, I think, got a good chance. She raced up outside the lead on a fast pace in the Epsom. She'll get things a little bit easier here. $6.50, I'd give her a good hope. But, yeah, I'm against Ice Bath and Espiona for the umpteenth time in the invitation. <laughs> and race 10, last of the day. Um, benchmark 88, 1,200 metres for Catanac Jewelers. Number five, Bacchanalia. A pretty firm 320 favourite. Yeah, pretty firm, and it's a favour. I'm not keen to push. I, barrier one, Blake Shin, third up from a spell. He's just going to get the perfect, perfect run. 320, I guess it's probably on the shorter side, but oh, she, he looks very, very hard to beat. Uh, I'm against the second pick, Bella Rouge. 480, I think it trades longer. I think it might need the run first up from a spell. A little bit wary of Cole Crusher with the blinkers on. Barrier two, it leads for um, Prince Gopher and Joe Pride. So it'll be the one to run down, but I just think back in Ali is sitting on its back. It'll peel off and probably be too good. Critter's been a big go all week. $26, I bet, on Wednesday now into $9. I think probably one is a bit wetter. Um, and it's going to get a long way back. So I'm keen to lay a Quidditch. Okay, good on you, Tim. Always good to chat on a Saturday morning just to get your final thoughts. Golden mile, lay of the day in the calendar Presnell. Yeah, what, do I price, what do I price you'll nudge him out to? Oh, look, we're still at the dollar ninety. I guarantee. Well, I can't guarantee things, but geez, it's got to it's got to get to black odds. Um, I've got it rated around the two twenty five, two thirty mark. So that's where I'll be pushing to. Good man. We'll speak next Saturday for Golden Eagle Day. Beauty. Thanks a lot, Richard. Good luck to all the punters having a bit. Tim Ryan, senior trader with the Tab. Oh, Golden Mile, the lay of the day. Gee, I think he's hard to beat. But that, hey, it's all opinion. And as they say, everyone's got one. Oh, anyway, yeah, let's see what he gets to. Golden Mile, lay of the day for Tim Ryan. Some people swear by this. They're one of their great betting formulas to load up on the lay of the day. Good on you, Timmy Ryan. Thank you. Massive thanks to all of our guests who joined us this morning. But more importantly, thank you to you listeners. Uh, can't do the show without you. Hopefully you have a winning day on the punt. You've found a few winners. Some horses are big odds that you like today. Or you might just stick with the favourites. We'll do it all again next Saturday morning. I'm pretty sure we're live from Rosehill Gardens on Golden Eagle Day, the big $10 million race, the best four-year-olds anywhere in the Golden Eagle. And uh, we'll do our show live from the track next Saturday morning. Um, good luck to all the behind-the-gates players and punters today from the whole team here at HQ Saturday. Thanks for joining us this morning. Have, uh, have a great day watching or betting on the races, and we'll see you next Saturday morning at 6.30 start for Saturday HQ. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your weekend. See you in a week's time. Tab has racing offers on tap this spring. On races one and two at Randwick, Mooney Valley and Doombin this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's six races across three tracks. If your bet loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. For racing on tap, download the new Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. Australia's favourite windows and doors. <sighs> Excuse me, I just got to get the door. Jess, can you take over, please? Yep, sure. Australia's favourite windows and doors are available at... Uh... 
Uh, sorry. Now someone's knocking at the back door. Um, how about we let the main voiceover guy take over? Wideline Windows and Doors. Bring over 50 years of producing quality Australian-made windows and doors that bring life into your home. Enhance the feeling of home with Wideline Windows and Doors. Inquire now at wideline.com.au. KO Sports interrupt your ads to bring you T20 World Cup action. Water says have some of that. Catch Australia versus New Zealand at break free and play tonight on KO Sports. Now, back to your ads. Revel in sky-high celebrations at Western Sydney's biggest spring party, Golden Eagle Day. Feel the beat of world-class racing with $10 million to be won in Australia's second richest turf race. Plus the final leg of the Sydney Sprint Series for $3 million Nature Strip Stakes. Then wrap up with an epic performance by Rudimental. This is Sydney's Golden Playground. Golden Eagle Day, where stories are made. Saturday, October 29, Rose Hill Gardens. Book now at theracers.com.au. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Good morning, uh, Simon Harrison in the chair at 17 minutes to midday. We're going to have uh, Nicole Thomas online in just a moment to take a look at the tab movers for Cox Plate Day at Mooney Valley. And, of course, with the washout last night, the Group 1 Manicato Stakes has been added to the card. It will be race 11, the last race and run this evening at 25 past six. And a late scratching has come through in the Manicato. Shakiro has been drawn number six. You can remove... Following the Mooney Valley movers, we'll have the Brisbane movers uh, for racing at Doombin. Brad Davis, our South Australian race caller, will join us for our best bets at Morfordville. They're racing on a good four today. And then the movers for Spring Champion Stakes Day uh, for Royal Ramwick with Nicole Wright on midday. First race from Mooney Valley is, in fact, half an hour from now, which uh, is uh, due to go at a quarter past 12. In just a moment... Mooney Valley Movers. Tab has racing offers on tap this spring. On races one and two at Randwick, Mooney Valley and Doombin this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's six races across three tracks. If your bet loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. For racing on tap, download the new Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call gamblers at 1-800-858-858. Revel in sky-high celebrations at Western Sydney's biggest spring party, Golden Eagle Day. Feel the beat of world-class racing with $10 million to be won in Australia's second richest turf race. Plus the final leg of the Sydney Sprint Series for $3 million Nature Strip Stakes. Then wrap up with an epic performance by Rudimental. This is Sydney's Golden Playground. Golden Eagle Day, where stories are made. Saturday, October 29, Rose Hill Gardens. Book now at theracers.com.au. Watch them fly before you buy at the Magic Millions Gold Coast two-year-olds in training sale on October 25. It's the sale that produces big-time performers like recent domestic stars Crone, Victorum and Tyzone and international sensations Limbs Lightning and Top Knight. A quality lineup of ready-made two-year-olds broken in and educated by world-class preparers ready to make their mark on the track. To view the catalogue, photos, parade videos and breeze-ups and to register to bid online, visit magicmillions.com.au. KO Sports interrupt your ads to bring you T20 World Cup action. Water 
analysis have some of that. Catch Australia versus New Zealand. Ad break free in play tonight on KO Sports. Now back to your ads. Sky Sports Radio's Racing HQ. Racing HQ. Everything you need for a winning day. It is uh, Cox Plate Day today at the Valley. Now, the track is a heavy eight uh, with the rain that they've had. Nicole Thomas joins us now. Nick, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Simon. So, heavy eight and now an 11-race program with the Manicato added uh, to the day. It'll be run this evening at 25 past six. Late scratching is number six, Shakira. Uh, but the first is due in just under half an hour. It's the two-year-old English Banner. Yeah, not far away at all. And in race one here, we've got some money for the favourite. It's just started to come in for Arkansas Kid. It's number one in the race, 280 into 240. That's after a small deduction as well. So good money for the favourite. Mexico has been backed as well, number four, into $4.20. And also Count Your Pennies has been popular, number six. But Arkansas Kid is our best back, number one. So race one, number one. Over to race number two, which is over 1,000 metres. What's been backed here? Estella Roque has been popular. It's the favourite. 350 in from the 550 quote. That's even after deductions. So the favourite, extremely well back, number three. Also money in this race for Ashford Street, number four. $6 into 420. And Wolflands, number 10. It's into 850 and has been a shortener as well. But let's go with Estella Roca as the one, number number three. Estella Roca there, the push in race two over to race three. This is the three year old group three, Red Anchor Stakes. Shalailed. Now this has been popular since we opened the market, number six. It's now $4 into $3.30 after a deduction. And Great Barrier Reef, number nine, has also been specced into $4.40 from $6. So two decent moves, but Shalale is the best of them, number six. So Shalale there, Nash and John O'Shea there, race three, number six. The fourth race is the Crockett Stakes for the three-year-old fillies over $1,200. Well, the favourite was Greece, but it's a late scratching, so I'll take that into account. There is a 23 cent deduction now. So number 16, Pretty Tavi, this has been backed into $7 from $8.50 and also running by number 17 has also been backed into the $11 quote, but Pretty Tavi, I'll go with it as our market mover. Pretty Tavi, the push there, which uh, is number 16 in the Crockett Stakes. Over to race five, this is the three-year-old Group 2 Phillies Classic over 1600. Do it, La, number two is the favourite. It's been well backed as well, two eighty into two dollars fifty. So punters haven't missed it. Climbing star, the second favourite, is into five fifty from six. So a little bit of support for number seven. And boo boo boogie, that's number nine, thirty six dollars into seventeen, is the best of the roughies. But do it, Lara is clearly our market mover. One for moods there, and Luke Nolan. Uh, that's race five, number two, over to race six, the Group Two weight for age, Schweppes Crystal Mile. Yeah, this is very open, this race. A very competitive race with Banker's Choice, popular number eight, $10 into $6. So that's a good shorten after deductions have been applied as well. Our number nine military expert, though, is the favourite. It's been back, 440 into $420. So a slight move inwards with Visanari, number seven, probably better back than the favourite, $5.50 into $480. But out of those three, I'm going Banker's Choice as our tab mover. So that's Mike Baroni's runner there, Banker's Choice, number eight uh, in race six. Over to race seven... And the Drummond Golf Vase is the three-year-old derby lead up here over 2,040 metres. Yeah, we've got some money for Pericles here. It's into 440 from an opening $5. And also Sir Bailey at a price has been backed as well into $13 it is from 21 And also another roughie that I've noticed dashing. It's been met with really good support today into the $19 quote. But Pericles, number three, is our tab mover. Pericles, yeah, he's our brother to 
helmet and uh, appearance as well. A very good mare, that guy Walter trained. Uh, over to uh, race eight, the Mooney Valley Gold Cup, over 2,500 metres. It's always an interesting race. It used to be one of the real lead-ups to the Melbourne Cup in time gone by, but uh, nonetheless, we've got a good addition this year. We do indeed, and you know your racing history very well. Francesco Gardi is number 11 in this race, and it's been the best back, 460 into 370. Uh, Luna Flair is another one the punters like, number 5. It's into $8 from $9.50. But Francesco Gardi, number 11, let's put in it, is our tab mover. Okay, number 11 there for Chris Moller in race 8. Uh, and just with the quaddy today, the quaddy is playing on what the original quaddy would be. So the Drummond Golfars race 7 through to race 10. The Manicado is not the final leg of the quad. It'll be races 7 to 10. Uh, so over to race number 9 and let's take a look here at the feature race, the Wade Frage Cox Plate to be run this afternoon at 10 after 5. Yeah, very interesting race here and the moves are interesting with Animo the favourite 2.30 on the drift out from 2.10 after the barrier draw and Zaki was originally a shortener in this market. I had it written down but it's on the drift now, Zaki, number 1, 4.50 out to $7 with Al Bodigan, number 12. This is the one that punted is like $9 into $5.50. So um, the best of the roughies I will give you is Gold Trip as well, number six. This was backed in from 26 into 12, so a great race, but El Bodigan, our tab mover. That's almost what you deem an alarming drift was, yes. isn't it? I mean, that yes. really, he's out the gate. You want to get off. You want to jump off if you've got a ticket at this stage. Yeah, thinking, what's what's going on there? Yes, yeah, $7. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, over to race 10. This is the Mayor's 1,600-metre uh, group three, the Tessio Stakes. Yeah, good race, this one as well. So we've got a good move here uh, for Agreeable. It's into $4.80. Also, My Whisper's been popular into the five fifty quote. Uh, but do Sir, this has been a good move. Number four into nine fifty from $15. Uh, but I think My Whisper, nine into five fifty is the best of them. Okay, so my whisper, the push there in race 10. And then over to 11, the Manicato. This was from last night that's been held over due to the uh, the weather. Uh, what's happening with the Manicato? Yeah, an interesting race here as well. We've had to wait a little bit longer than expected, but Cool and Gatter, number 14. This has been back $6 into $4.80, so good support for it. A tiny bit of support for Rothfire, number 7, 7 into six fifty with Palele, the favourite, nice and solid at three ninety. But out of those, Cool and Gatter is clearly the one. Yeah, barrier one, no weight on her back. It will be fascinating to see how the track is playing at this time of the day. Uh, so Cool and Gatter there in the Manicato. What was the best on Cox Plate Day? Uh, we're going back to race five at the Valley, number two, Do It La, into 250 now, Simon. Right, uh, Nick, uh, I'll take a quick break and then we'll have a look at Doom. Tab has racing offers on tap this spring. <laughs> Races 1 and 2 at Randwick, Mooney Valley and Doombin this Saturday. Place a fixed odds win bet and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's six races across three tracks. If your bet loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. For racing on tap, download the new Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. Today's Racing, brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. Now, Doombin, today is a heavy eight. Nicole, I'll come back to you. The first Brisbane's in 44 minutes. A two-year-old over 1,110 metres. Yeah, Miss Cooter is a very short price favourite in the first here. It's a dollar fifteen, so winks like odds there. Uh, it did come in, but only because of the twenty-two cent deduction in the race. But number one, Mashani Cruz is into six fifty from an opening twenty-one dollars. So that is a big move for Mashani Cruz. So let's put it in as our mover. So Mashani Cruz there, race one over to race number two, a three-year-old Phillies race over twelve hundred metres. 
Yeah, taking the hefty early deductions out of this race and still Clareview Molly, number six, the favourite's been well backed. Four dollars into three thirty. On point as well, number three, the second favourite. There's been some support into the three sixty quote. Diamond City number five is the best of the rest into four sixty from six dollars. But Clareview Molly is the one, number six. Number six there, race two over to race three, a three year old Colts and Gildings event over twelve hundred. Again, with deductions, there's not too many market moves, so the favourite's been pretty solid, Count De Beans, number nine, but the money is for Northern Express here, number two. It's actually been $4 into three fifty after deductions, so Northern Express is the one. Northern Express uh, is the push there. That's in race three. Now, over to race four. Uh, this one is a Phillies and Mares race, over 1,200. Enterprise Pom here, number nine, looks well suited in this race and punters are keen, 360 into $3.10. My Odette is the best of the roughies, number 11 into $26 and the favourite self-indulgent is at the $1.95 quote. But gee, Enterprise Pom has been well spec to beat at number nine. So number nine, Enterprise Pom is the push there, which is in race four. Over to race five, which is uh, over the 1,050 metres. Fetch has been really popular here, number eight. It just keeps shortening up. It's into $1.90, the favourite now, Fetch. In from about the $2.40 quote. Lara Amigo, number two, it's been backed as well, six fifty into four forty. Best of the roughies, if you're playing the multiples, is Cozzy into $23. But Fetch is clearly the one, number eight. So, number eight, uh, which is Fetch, uh, race five, uh, over to race six here, and this one's a class three over 1,350. Battleton's been the one, number eight, 240. It will be the tab mover. It's in from $2.80, so plenty of market support, even after that deduction. Uh, Hatchet number four has been backed as well, $5 into $4.20. Uh, it's a race where plenty have been specced. A call from heaven, number 11, has been backed, and Bow Rider, number nine, is the best of the rough ones, but Battleton, number eight, our tab mover. So, Race six, horse eight. Uh, race seven, first look at the Brisbane Quaddy as a benchmark 72 over uh, 2020. Tappy's won. Uh, Bunders like this one. $7 into the $5 quote, and that's after deductions. Dubai, number two, has also been nicely back. $17 into the $11 quote. So a good shorten for Dubai, but I'm going with Tappy's one as our tab mover. Okay, so Tappy's one is the mover there, race seven. Uh, now over to race eight. This one's a class six over 1,200. There's two runners that have been better back than the rest, and that's Grey Defence and Proper Rogue. Proper Rogue is the favourite at $1.75 in from $2.20, and that is a good move. Grey Defence, 13 into $5. So two excellent moves in that race, but percentage-wise, going with Proper Rogue, number four. So number four there, race eight over to race nine, which is an open handicap over 1,615 metres. Aussie Nugget is now the favourite. $3.60 it is. It's in from $4.20 as, as well. It's number 10 in the race, so excellent support for it. And looking outside of that, number two has a bro. It's been backed as well, $8.50 into $4.60. So two decent moves. But let's go with Aussie Nugget as our mover. Aussie Nugget, the mover there. And race 10 is a benchmark 78 over to 1,615 metres. Again, we've got a well-supported favourite here in Driver Deal, number 15. It will be the tab mover as well, $2.50 into $2.30. But don't um, ignore the money for Smirk as well, number four, the second favourite, 7 into four sixty. And if you're looking for a roughie, certainly don't leave this one out of the multiples or the quaddy. Isabella's Spring, number 11. It's into $11 from 15 after deductions. But Driver Deal is the one, number 15. Number 15, what was the best, Brisbane? Oh, there were some good ones, but uh, let's go with Fetch. Race 5, number 8. You can still get $1.90 if you like it. Thanks very much to Carl. I'll get Brett Davis up for Best Beds Morfordville in a moment. And then we'll take a look at the movers for Spring Champion Stokes State Roundwick.
Sounds good. Thanks, Simon. The Putters Panel. I've stuck with Valana. I think the extra week actually helps Valana because I think James would have been able to get more work into him. He'll sit on the speed. He's one on a round with heavy. Just got a lot of ticks. He comes from barrier nine, gets the right sort of run. He's just around that class sort of horse that's going to be very hard to beat in a race like this. Valana's well clearing the Silver Eagle and drawing away for an emphatic victory. The Putters Panel. Friday morning, Racing HQ. Australia's most wanted. Unanimously judged as Cars of the Year. The fully electric Kia EV6. Winner of Wheels Car of the Year. And the Kia Sportage. Drives Car of the Year. To pick your side in this sibling rivalry, visit kia.com.au. Kia. Movement that inspires. It doesn't have to cost the earth to own a share in a racehorse. Patriot Bloodstock offers an affordable entry-level price point for racehorse ownership with fixed-price training fees. We love first-time owners and putters clubs. We'll get your friends together and start a syndicate. A Brave Smash filly, fully broken, is available now from a Dan that's produced five foals to race, all winners. She ticks all the boxes. Check out what's available at patriotbloodstock.com.au. Patriot Bloodstock, an authorised representative of Stable Connect. AF Licence 33696. KO Sports interrupt your ads to bring you T20 World Cup action. Water says have some of that. Catch Australia versus New Zealand. Ad break free in play tonight on KO Sports. Now back to your ads. Tab has racing offers on tap this spring. Races 1 and 2 at Randwick, Mooney Valley and Doombin this Saturday. Place a fixed odds win bet. And if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's six races across three tracks. If your bet loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. For racing on tap, download the new Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers at 1-800-858-858. Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift. Get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand. With a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options. Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For for more, visit toyotamaturahandling.com.au. Get a Toyota now we're right on midday in South Australian racing. Is at Morfittville on a good forward today? Brett Davis joins me. Brett, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Simon. Good afternoon, everybody. Yeah, good for Morfittville primary track today. Simon Rail in the true. From my vantage point out of the broadcast box at the moment, the track looks splendid. It's, um, it's appreciated some time off, that's for sure. Lush and green. And hopefully a few winners to be found on it. Uh, I'm going to suggest in the first time we can find one. Got a bit of time for this horse, Zoo Faster, for the Gordon Richards Damien Moyle Yard. Ran a nice race at its first ever start, which was some time ago now. It's been brought along slowly, but it resumed um, a couple of weeks ago and was very, very good in that defeat behind a horse called Declared. I think from a good barrier, Lachlan Nindorf aboard. This horse has got ability and can put pay to the other three-year-olds in the first. Race one, number eight. Second best of the day is a horse going places here in South Australia, Rich Dennis. She's got uh, a terrific turn of acceleration. She's got some gears, this girl. And uh, on what she's done so far this prep, she'll be hard to beat again. Race eight, 
Rich Gina number 10 for Baron Borster. So they're the best today and what's a fabulous day of racing right around the country. Morfordville, race one, number eight, Sue Faster and race eight, number 10, Rich Gina. Thank you, Brett. Uh, there he is, uh, Brett Davis there calling at Morfordville. So the first round, we is due in 28 minutes. Let's run through tab movers for the program. And Nicole, I'll come back to you. And we kick the first off in Sydney on a soft six, but the Kirkham plate over a 1,000 for two-year-olds. We do, and it's a nice open race, this first race as well. Barber, number one, it's been well back, $6 into 440 But coincide, this has been really heavily supported. Number two, $11 into the $5 quote. So two decent moves for the top two in the market, but coincide gets the nod, number two. So number two coincide there, race one over to race number two. The Tab Highway here is over 1800 This is popular as soon as we open the markets. Jalmari, number three. It is our Tab mover in the race. $9 into $3.90. So that is a big shorten. If you're looking for a roughie to throw in there, number 13, Gold Luna, is probably the one. $41 into the $23 quote. But Jalmari is clearly our mover, number three. Okay, number three there for Danny Williams and Tyler Schiller. Over to the third, the 1,200-metre midway handicap. Good move for Summit Odds here, and we'll go with the favourite first, though, because it's been a slight move at Tristate, number 18, 440 into $4. Number 12, either or, it's been $9 in from 12, so a tiny move, but a stero. Number two, it's now second favourite, equal second favourite, I should say. It's been $21 into the $8.50 quote, so let's go a stero. Number two is our mover. Race three, number two, over to race number four, a benchmark 78 here over the mile. I've got two for you, Willinga Rufio, number six, into 420 from opening $5, and awful, as well, Naval Seal is the other one, number 12. It's been $8 into $5.50, so two decent moves to the 6 and the 12, but let's go with Naval Seal, number 12 is our mover. So number 12, Naval Seal there in race 4, over to race 5, the Falante Handicap here over the mile. War Eternal, number eight. It's into $4 now, and it was an opening four sixty. so a good move there. Yee Yee, number six, has also been met with excellent support. $9 into the six fifty quote. Best of the roughies, Palmetto, number 10. It's into 14 from 26. But War Eternal, still plenty of cash for that, so number eight as our mover. So War Eternal there, number eight in race five. Over to race six, this is the three-year-old Brian Crowley. Cote, number two, the favourite. It did get into $2.40 at one point from $3, just pushing back to $2.50. So still a decent shorten overall, or $2.60, I should say. Insurrection, number three, it's also been backed $5.50 into $4.60. And a bit of support around for a couple of others, including Dashing Legend, number seven. But Cote is still our mover, number two. Number two, race six, over two, race seven. The tab calendar Presnell is over $1,600. Well, Golden Mile is the favourite. It's been solid at the $1.90. Quote, a little bit of a drift for number one. But Communist has been a mover. Number four, it's $4.80 in from $5.50. So it's been well back, Communist. And there is a really big roughie in the race that has been spec. Number seven, Token Capitalist, 101 into 41. So not a huge move percentage-wise, but still a mover and maybe one to throw in. But Communist is our tab mover, number four. Now, number four, Communist race seven. Race eight is the group one feature, the three-year-old spring champion stakes. The one is She's Extreme. Punters like number 11 here. It's been $6 into $3.80. So She's Extreme keeps shortening up. And the other one was Elliptical, number one. The money sort of dried up a little bit. It's still been four sixty into $4.40. But She's Extreme is clearly the one here in race eight. Yes, yeah, so she's really been back to uh, number 11. Over to race nine, the $2 million, the invitation for the Phillies and Mares.
A nice open race here, and we do have some money for Espiona. Actually, very good recent support. Only moments ago, into the 460 quote for Espiona number 10, and it's actually been in from $6, so that's a very nice move. Uh, number two, Nimalee, has also been backed in from $8 into the 650 quote, and she's a belter, number 12. This has been met with good support as well, 15 into 11. But Espiona, I think it's the best move, number 10. Espiona number 10, and over to race number 10. This one's over 1200 Bella Rouge, number 14, $5.50 into $4.80. So that's an excellent move. And also Coal Crusher below at number four in the market, $5 in from $7.50. And the other one that I've noticed at a price that's been backed is Acquitted, number three, into $8.50 now from an opening $18. So that's the one I'll go with. That's a nice move for Acquitted, number three. Number three, what was the bear, Sydney? Oh, I have to probably go back to Cote. I think it's into the 260 quote from $3. So that's race six, number two, Simon. Thanks very much to Carl. Have a great day. Thanks, Simon. You too. It's six minutes after midday and they are coming forward now for race four to wrap up. Your board about to come in to complete the load up here. The Dunstan horse feed stayers, 2,400 metres. Gates open, they're off. The first away out wide, she's a man-eater, although now being taking a, uh, a sit back and behind them as they settle down. Coming on to the course proper, working her way towards the lead is Brockburn. Over on the inside of it is a Quiz Kid. As they come down by the 300 metres on their first occasion, wider out on the track here is Atarangi. Uh, then followed out next by Enchanted L, who will posse up just in behind the speed. Alongside of it is Cleese, a length away Starry Beal from She's a Man-eater, then Wordsworth. And five Links away, detached at the tail of the field as leaderboard in the early stages as they greet the judge with a lap to go. And it's Quiz Kid and Matt Crop who take it up and they lead by a half length from Atarangi on the outside of it. Two links away, Brookburn is third, followed by on the inside is Enchanted L enjoys the run of the race. Back in fifth position is Cleese from on the inside, Starry Beal. Then came She's a Maneater in the centre. Wordsworth just caught out on a limb there and four links away last of all is leaderboard as they swing into the back by the 1400 metres. There is 10 links over the field here and at even sectionals it's Quiz Kid just looking to take a breather. Leads by one length from on the outside Atarangi. One and a half away third is Enchanted L getting a, uh, continues to get a lovely run. Alongside of it is Brookburn also getting a nice run. One out one back. Then two links away next is Atarangi followed through on the inside by Starry Beal. She's a man-eater back third last here from Wordsworth and two links away leaderboard is last. No change in the racing order as they're about to approach the end of the back straight. 800 metres left to run. Pacemaker is still quiz kid, led by three quarters from Atarangi second. One and a half away, Enchanted L third on the inside of Brookburn. First to move as she's a man-eater on the improved slides forward down three wide. Then came Starry Beal tucked in on the inside of, uh, back and behind her next was Cleese. Three lengths away leaderboard and Wordsworth went back to last. They jam up as they come towards the home turn. 450 metres to go and they sprint now. And Enchanted L made the lead over on the inside from Brookburn out in the centre. Looking to warm up also is Cleese and wider out then. She's a man-eater. Starry Beal closer in is starting to come into this as well at the 200 metres. Taking over here is Cleese on the outside. Starry Beal's a danger on the inside of it though. It's Cleese and Starry Beal. They draw clear to fight it out. Cleese in front for Warren Kennedy. He's going to get his first New Zealand win. Good on him. At the line Cleese won it second over Starry Beal, third over Brookburn, and then followed in behind them by Atarangi. Next over then was Enchanted L, followed further back in the field by She's a Maneater, then Quiz Kid leaderboard, and back near the tail was Wordsworth. John Bell will get a double for the day.
and Warren Kennedy. This recently relocated South African jockey, champion South African rider as well. He's just arrived in the country a week ago. He had his first rides in New Zealand on Wednesday midweek at Tauranga. And he gets his first New Zealand win aboard number nine, Cleese. Second will be four, Starry Beale. Third, seven, Brookburn. And fourth at the line will be the eight, Atarangi. Got off the rail and got to the outside at about the 300 metres that Cleese and Warren Kennedy showing the experience. The horse just wanted to lay in, to be fair, over the last 100 metres or so. Starry Beale came after us strongly. But uh, with the whip in the left hand, Cleese will get a double for John Bell and importantly, a wonderful milestone for Warren Kennedy. Good on him. Yeah, good on uh, Warren and a double for John Bell. Cleese down the centre of the track has been too good. That is win four, start number 24 for the five-year-old by Sweet Orange out of Kaninska. For a big ownership team, congratulations to you all. The Schmidt, Piper Randall, Talpari Racing Syndicates, the QS Anderson, Lee Mantle, Bell and JPS Syndicate. Congratulations. Big ownership team. Blinkers on. Okay, I'll leave uh, New Zealand there. They are on the track at Mooney Valley for the English Banner. It's just four minutes away. Uh, heavy eight, the track riding. Let's get to Dean Lester for his thoughts, race one. Mooney Valley race one. That's the English Banner over a 1,000 metres. My number's one, four, five and three. Pretty keen on number one, Arkansas Kid. I think he's got this field covered on ability. He's trolled up really well. He's trolled with versatility, he's trolled on the pace, he's trolled off the pace, and I like it, the way he goes about things. Damien Oliver rode him in his most recent jump out. I think he's the one to beat. Four Mexico down from Sydney. He had a solid hit out in a recent trial at Randwick. Went quite well. Five Sailors Rum. Led hard on the fence at Tarang over 800 metres. That inside patch of ground at Tarang is often very advantageous, so it might have flattered him a little bit, but he's got nice speed. Jamie Carr will use that from barrier one. And three, Kappa 39. Trial behind Arkansas Kid recently. It was no match for Arkansas Kid, but he might sneak into the minor money. But it's a good race for Arkansas Kid to start his career as a winner. My number's one, four, five, and three. One, four, five, three from Dino. One Arkansas lad is 2.50. Four Mexico, five Sailors Rum, are both at 4.20. Kappa 39, 7.50. And Count Your Pennies is at $8.50. At Tarapa, nine Cleese paid 14.90 and $4. Four Starry Beal, 1.90. Seven Rookburn, 2.50 at eight. Atarangi, around four. Watch them fly before you buy at the Magic Millions Gold Coast two-year-olds in training sale on October 25. It's the sale that produces big-time performers like recent domestic stars Crone, Victorum and Tyzone and international sensations Limbs Lightning and Top Knight. A quality lineup of ready-made two-year-olds broken in and educated by world-class preparers ready to make their mark on the track. To view the catalogue, photos, parade videos and breeze-ups and to register to bid online, visit magicmillions.com.au. There's a new place to get it all on tap this spring and it's in your pocket. The new Tab app has live racing, touchdowns, downtowns, the beautiful game, Australia's biggest game, our other biggest game, a bit of this, this, oh, come on, ref, and this. For sport and racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. Gamble responsibly. Gamblers help. 1-800-858-858. Today's racing brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help. 1-800-858-858. 
So these runners are about to move forward now for race number one at Mooney Valley. We're just preparing to get your trackside to uh, to Maddie Hill for race one on Cox Plate Day. It's Arkansas Lad 250. Mexico Sailors run both at 4.20. 11 races about to get underway, and this is a rich race for the two-year-olds. Plenty of... Uh Ambitious and hopeful owners, I'm sure, with the nerves jangling for this $500,000 race where Arkansas Kid is the favourite at $2.40 on the tote. And these uh, horses will be called up shortly for the running of race number one. So Arkansas Kid favourite, $2.40, ahead of Mexico at $4.20, Sailor's Rum, $4.50, Kappa 39 at $7.80, and then Count Your Pennies with Ethan Brown at $8.70. They're moving forward for the first race for Cox Plate Day 2022. Sailor's Rum is the first one into the stores for Tony and Kelvin McAvoy, purchased for $190,000. Mexico comes up. We're starting proceedings on a heavy eight after a dramatic 24 hours. Here is Arkansas Kid with Damien Oliver. Arkansas Kid goes in. Keeping in mind today that uh, Quaddy Legs on the Valley are races 8, 9, 10 and 11 and Treble Legs are races 9, 10 and 11 with the additional race this afternoon. Now, the next one forward is Optium, which is Latin for the best. Has the services here of Mark Zara. Count your pennies going into the stalls, and Kappa 39 is going to complete the line. Kappa 39, $7.30. Takes one more turn. With Damien Lane, looks a picture of concentration. Stand by, the first of 11 on Cox Plate Day. The English Banner, set to go. Ready to run. Signal and away they go. Mexico away really well with Sailors Rum the inside. It was a perfect line really. Arkansas Kid out deeper. Then came Kappa 39 who's out in no horse land at the moment and snicks back. Optum got to fourth. They were followed by Count Your Pennies and Kappa 39 out wider last of the six. Sailors Rum is the leader as they virtually hold their stagger by three quarters of a length through the gap at the 600 metres from Mexico. And then came Arkansas Kid out three wide. Optum is next the fence. Further back is Kappa 39 and in between horses count your pennies as last as they come to the corner. 400 metres to go. Mexico moves up on the outside of Sailor's Rum and then came Arkansas Kid who's awkward around the corner followed by Optum. It's Mexico at the 200 metres just in front of Sailor's Rum then Arkansas Kid and Optum. Mexico 100 metres to go in front. Arkansas Kid now in a straight line is picking it up quickly. Arkansas Kid moves up takes the lead and won the first. Arkansas Saw Kid from Mexico Optum, then Sailor's Rum, Count Your Pennies, and Kappa 39 was last of the six. Arkansas Kid Damien Oliver 260 and 170 well once he was able to balance up and straighten up the last 150 metres he was very good 
purchased for $190,000, takes out this rich English banner to start the day. Number one, Arkansas Kid, the winner. So one, Arkansas Kid, D. Oliver, for Ben and Jay Hayes, 270-170. For Mexico, 190, no third seven option. Stupid Lee Silks salute. Ben and Jay D. Hayes have started the day with a confidence booster. Of course, they have Mr. Brightside later in the Ladbrokes Cox plates. The winner, Arkansas Kid, is a cult by Harry Angel out of Flora Bella. And in a race where from the barriers, they all seem to hold their positions. An Arkansas kid was just on a bit of a limb, a little bit awkward round the corner, as you would expect. First race start around the valley. But a uh, lot to like about this horse on straightening. As we get the numbers here, 147 and 5, 147 and 5, 10162 the race time on this heavy eight, a half length by a length and a quarter on the English banner race one, 147 and 5. And one Arkansas. Arkansas Land paid 270-174 Mexico 190 no, no third seven op Tuman. five sailors rum and fourth the Quinella was 380 exact seven dollars trifecta 41 the first four 90 nine dollars race two Mooney Valley is due at ten to one two late scratching six Artorial Splendor and seven Yulon Command they've both been withdrawn Nesta La Rocca is your early favourite at three dollars and sixty cents. It's 18 after midday. Revel in sky-high celebrations at Western Sydney's biggest spring party, Golden Eagle Day. Feel the beat of world-class racing with $10 million to be won in Australia's second richest turf race. Plus the final leg of the Sydney Sprint Series for $3 million Nature Strip Stakes. Then wrap up with an epic performance by Rudimental. This is Sydney's Golden Playground. Golden Eagle Day, where stories are made. Saturday, October 29, Rose Hill Gardens. Book now at theracers.com.au. So the first at Randwick on Spring Champion Stakes Day is due in just 11 minutes and runners have come into the mounting app. Racing news with Richard Callender, Tuesday morning on Racing HQ. So Godolphin has five of the ten runners here in the opening race. The Kirkham played for the two-year-olds and Barber's been best backed into favourite at 4.20. Coincide solid at five. Get along $9. Kintyre out to 15. Looks to be a back marker. Razors on the drift out to 10. Stanislaus on the drift out to 11. Dipsy Doodle's been quite solid today at 5.50. Fabergé at 16. Infatuation 7.50. And Shine Your Light, who was 41 this morning, has halved the price down to $21. So number one barber sitting up in barrier one. Blake Shinnerboard is the favourite at 4.20. In front of Coinside, $5. And Dipsy Doodle at 5.50. And the first at Rambic is now nine minutes away. And so B doesn't give punters the short back inside. Uh, 4.20 there for Barber. Coinside, 5. Dipsy Doodle, 5.50. Open market uh, to the first, the Kirkham Plate, which is coming up in 10. Uh, Warford Bill kick off soon. First Adelaide on a good four is due in five. And Cold Case is two ninety. So Faster is four twenty, and Wally West is at four dollars and eighty cents. And still no wait to Rapper following the fourth. Watch them fly before you buy at the Magic Millions Gold Coast Two Year Olds in Training Sale on October twenty five. It's the sale that produces big time performers like recent domestic stars Crone, Victorum, and Tyzone, and international sensations Limbs Lightning and Top Knight. A quality lineup of ready made two year olds, broken in and educated by world class preparers ready to make their mark on the track. To view the catalogue, photos, parade videos and breeze-ups and to register to bid online, visit magicmillions.com.au. 
Get set for the Golden Eagle. And we're ready to run. Australia's best four-year-olds battle it out for $10 million in prize money. I'm thunderstruck when boom over the top. Soak up the spring racing carnival action. And after the last, see Superstar UK Act rudimental on the main stage. Don't miss out. The Golden Eagle, October 29, Rose Hill Gardens. Big up Mountie Yard coverage uh, around week now. So seven Stanislaus, one of the Godolphin runners in the yard here. Number eight is Dipsy Doodle. Hello, Black, all waiting to get on board here. The five runners for Godolphin. Uh, so that's Stanislaus, Dipsy Doodle, Black Cap, Rachel King. Yep, uh, she's the one that's captured my attention. She's had the two trials. I loved her latest trial on Tuesday. She fast out, drag back, wide draw, uh, went to the line under a hold. She's a tall, aggressive sort of filly. She's on the toe and knows where she is today, but uh, to my eye, she's the one I want to be on. Yeah, she was the one that I wanted to see in the yard also, Ronnie. Um, I just noticed in the trials that she gets right up on the bench. She can be quite aggressive. Hence why she's got a set of earmuffs on here today. She seems quite relaxed at the moment. Um, oh, I really like this horse. I love the way this horse really attacked the line. Again, on the poly track, you don't very often see them do that on the poly track, make ground, but this horse uh, really worked to the line well last trial. And a yellow cap for Regan Bayless on Fabergé. Well, they keep rolling up here, the, the, the Godolphin Blue, and uh, they've all got good credentials. Uh, she's had two trials, not let go in her first trial, looking very, very good. Similar on Tuesday, not let go at all. So it's up to your imagination how much they got up under the bonnet when they get a slip, slap down the shoulder. I really like this filly. Um, I, I reckon she's one of the better ones. Well, she looks really, really good. They all look good, but I, I reckon this one's probably a little bit more forward than the, the rest of the um, Godolphin runners. Really tight around the girl. Looks like she's going to take nothing from the run. She's going to learn a lot, but uh, I can see this horse run a great race. Infatuation number 10, Jason Collett, Bjorn Baker. Well, she won a Gosford trial, well-bred filly, showing speed, leading all the way on the heavy. Uh, these inside barriers are a huge advantage for these two-year-olds, and uh, she arrives here in barrier two. Yeah, she's another one. She's a little bit light. She looks like a real two-year-old. Um, I've liked the trials. Uh, drawn a soft gate for Jason Collett. Should get the run of the race. Shine your light. Reese Jones on for Cassandra Sturmer. Look, a uh, long shot of the field, but I can't bag her either. Let's go and trial win. She finished hard out wide, looking strong late. No knock. Yeah, she's getting a little bit frustrated. A bit of wind up her tail, but um, lovely looking horse. Still a little bit immature, but I expect her to run well. So they're about to uh, go out here. So we've got four siblings to group one winners in this race. Uh, Cohen's side is a, a half to converge. Uh, Kintyre is a half to uh, Fyburn. Uh, Stanislaus is a half to Golden Mile. We'll see Gary later today in the calendar presnell and Fabergé is assisted a bivouac so four group one siblings here about to go out but it's uh, all about the blue colors here filing out one after the other about to go through the tunnel as razors stanislaus about to uh, follow and uh, dipsy doodle with the red earmuffs and the black cap on with Rachel King, and here's another one, 11, uh, the, the yellow cap for Horse 9, Fabergé, Regan Bayless in the saddle. Barber was the first one out, carrying the traditional all blue. Uh, Ronnie, good to see Blake Shin back in town. He comes here in red-hot form. 
He can't do a thing wrong at the moment. He got some lovely rides today. I think he'd like to get off the winning note here. So he's, um, he's obviously spent that time in Hong Kong where he, he really come of age that last six months of his last season and was, was kicking plenty of goals. But I think he's happy to be back home and he's uh, had a marvellous time in Melbourne since he's been back. They said the strike rate is just unbelievable. Interested in what he does after the Spring Carnival. Where he, I think he's got a house in Sydney, whether he wants to come back to Sydney to ride or base himself in Melbourne. Uh, that's a decision um, we'll probably hear about after the Carnival. Corey Brown, you've been there and done it. Do you find coming back from Hong Kong, you feel feel a bit better about yourself having oh, been in that hot cauldron? Without a doubt. Um, it can really, really make a rider. Even if you go over there and don't have a lot of luck, the experience of competing against those jockeys, those you know world-class jockeys, you notice that when you come home, the, the polish really goes on and Blake goes to show. Blake's um, form down there in Melbourne has been absolutely outstanding. Um, pick of the yard, number eight, Dipsy Doodle. I just love the way this horse has trod. Not very often you see two-year-olds get backing trials, especially on the poly tracks and make ground like this horse did. Rachel King goes on for the first time. Just like to see her jump from that gate, be a little bit negative because this horse has got a lot of oh, nervous energy. I like to see her try and harness that energy, get the horse to settle. But if she does, this horse will really work to the line well. I'm 8, 1, 2 and 10. I'm with number 8, Dipsy Doodle as well. You've got to trust your eye. I'm you know, just listening to a few interviews. Maybe Barber's the, a small fancy from the stable over the filly, but I, I just have to love what she did the other day. She is walking onto the track. She was a chance of getting a little bit hot, but I love what I like what I see. She settled down, well-educated and ready to run boldly here. Barber, you've got to respect. He looks a quality colt. He's got uh, you know, good bone on him. He's got brilliant gait speed. He's got barrier one. So what more do you want got a, a champion jockey look at him go, going around the barrier there like an ultimate professional uh, two coincide um Gay and Adrian's two-year-olds usually improve with a trial under their belt, so I'd say he's ready to go, and we know he can finish off, and best of the rest is infatuation number 10. Anything goes here, but I'm keen eight's going to run well, eight, one, two, and ten. Glenn? We'll leave it there for now. Morfordville are getting closer to a start. Cold Case is the $2.70 favourite, and there's Correct White Booney Valley, the first one, four, seven, five. Star-studded Bill stands well. The inside gate, it's trialled nicely. A number of these have trialled well. Cold Case. Having his second race start, and he's firmed up to favourite, $2.70. Just standing by for Wally West to come into the gates, and will be set for the first. Racing reward SA bonus is eligible here for family ties. Sir Grumpy, Wally West, and Zoo Faster. We're ready. Welcome to Morfordville. Light flashing, first of ten. Gates open, they're racing. Perfect dispatch. Captain Julian Sagrumpy with no speed. Family Ties and Brinical won the start. So faster within a half to three quarters of that pair. Star-studded Bell and then Spanish Scroll with Cold Case a little wider out. Captain Julian. Wally West ridden with more patience today. He's back second, third, last. And Sir Grumpy's the last one. 550 metres out. Brinical has the rail. Family Ties in its face.
They're sweeping to the home corner. So faster, cold case. Wally West improving wide around. Star-studded Bell, then Captain Julian. As they swing for home, Spanish Strolls only 4-5 from the lead. And Sir Grumpy, last of all, compact field as they dash up. And cold case accelerated to join Brinical. Family ties dropped off. Wally West, who fast is picking up speed. Cold case joining Brinical. Zafasta trying to get to the pair. Cold case and Brinical. Then Zafasta. Cold case, Brinical. Brinical, cold case, cold case. From Brinical and Zufasta close up third. Four lengths back, Wally West. Then star studded Bill. Followed by Spanish scroll, Captain Julian, Sir Grumpy, and family ties. So that's race one, Walford Bill, three the winner, uh, which is cold case, 261.30, Jake Tarak. One Brinical, second, 340, and for third, eight, two faster at $1.50. Now to Darren Flindell for the first at Ramwick. Here at Ramwick. It is breezy here and the goings are soft six to start racing today. Soft six for spring champion stakes day. Sponsored by Modern Shandon. Now, Barber's the favourite in an open market. In front of Coincide and Dipsy Doodle, they're the main players in the betting. 4.20 about Barber. Blake Shin in Sydney riding today, 550 about number eight, Dipsy Doodle. And a 